This week's throwback to black goes to Kalindi Eu. When a man gains knowledge through the observation of the truth, his view of the world changes. Throwback to black, Kalindi Eu. Now let's start the motherfucking show! It's the new show, baby. What up, what up? What's up, good people? It's your boy, Corey Doseki. It's your next door neighbor. I'm something else. And we in this bitch for a new episode, baby. Okay, good morning, America type Good shit. morning, America. Wake up, goddammit. It's lunchtime. Y'all probably half-ass sleep. Get the fuck up. Yeah. We got to finish this shift, baby. <laughs> you can do it. Oh my god, I was so sleepy today at 3 30. Yeah. It was like clockwork. Boy, I almost fell to it too. I was like, I'm gonna go to sleep right here. Arms folded like an old nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this saying? is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. But I maintained, I got it together. Yeah. And we back for a new episode mm-hmm. on y'all dog ass. What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? How is everybody doing? I ain't gonna lie this week, y'all. Um full confession. I've been so fucking busy working, y'all. Okay. I ain't really look up a lot of topics like I should have. Okay. I looked up some shit. Yeah. And some shit been going on. But it's all petty. So it's not like news worth it worth. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be a lot of petty news for me. That's all I got for you today. Well, me, myself. I've been on vacation, so... I ain't done all the leg work myself, so you know Tuesday snug up on me like a motherfucker. It did. It came quick. It came. That's quick. what she said. Yeah. Look at this. Nigga. Oh my Jeez. God! Shaq feet just look beat the fuck up. Oh my God! I see why he retired. No. His feet. Oh, uh, he got the Martin feet. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, this dude's toes look like they throwing up gang signs. So what you been up to, man? How was your weekend? What you get into? Oh, my God. My weekend was epic as fuck. Like, really? Technically, I've been hiding from the police. Okay. So I couldn't really drive a lot this weekend or this week ever. Yeah. You know, until I get my life together. Okay. And shit stuck on me. They stink up on me quick. Like, okay, I know y'all don't forget. Uh, I'm sick of looking at these feet. I'm not a feet person, y'all. It's just, it's just horrible for me right now. Uh, but holidays and dates just sneak up on me quick. Uh-huh. So I forgot to get my tax renewed in time. Mm. So Riding dirty. Riding dirty like a motherfucker. That's boy. always fun, though. It, it's really not. Yeah. Because you know what pisses you off the most? What? Between red lights? Yeah. People who don't move at red lights. Okay. This is going to be my guy time today, cause, so I'm going to save it. Mm. But it's so crucial. When you see that light turn red, I need you to move and get the fuck out the way. They got somewhere to be. Before a police officer get behind me. Yeah. And realize I'm exposed. I passed the sheriff today on the boat. Yeah. Because I was like, please, Lord Jesus, let him not see me and be on another mission. Well, sheriff's not going to fuck with you, though. You think that, but I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sheriff has fucked with me before. Really? Oh, boy. Driving you got by sheriff? Well, technically, I was at Channel 7, so. I never. They'll fuck with you. Well, damn. Think it's a game. It's shit. 
If they got time today, cuz they got time today, cuz I ain't know they could cuz I disrespect sheriffs when I see them, nigga. I be sw- lane switching and shit. Like, you can't look fuck here. With me. If they got a badge and a gun, nigga, you are, can be a victim to anything. Yeah. Don't play yourself. Yeah. Don't I, give them an excuse to. Yeah. That's what I do. So I've been very sober for a while lately, and, you know, just really taking in life. But my weekend was epic. Um, we did uh, Cinco de Mayo. Mm hmm. It was an impromptu turn up. All I wanted to do was just chill at the house and kick it. Right. Well, I didn't realize I had great friends that was like, oh, well, we're going to chill at your house and kick it too. So everybody came through. We turned up. Yeah. We had a good time. It was so good catching up with everybody. Uh, we went out. My cousin, drunk ass, in town rubbing on everybody. <laughs> she sent an apology text to you as well. Yeah. She was like, I'm so sorry. I don't even like touching people, and I I went too far. I mean, you know, I ain't been felt up in a while. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I ain't been felt up in a while, so you know, it kind of brings back old memories. Oh, oh you wow, that's saying? good. Yeah, it's odd though. It comes from your family, though. Yeah, is it like, hey, hey? I know in Arkansas we don't get down like that. Well, I mean. She's not my family, so I, I'm cool getting felt on, you know. No, she couldn't do that. It was inappropriate. No. I, had to smack her hand. I have no qualms with it. I know, know. I'm sure you don't. I had no qualms with I it. I did. You I know. had a lot of qualms. You know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, sometimes you like to get rubbed on by strangers, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 <laughs> no. It got out a lot. It was a great time, though. Yeah, we had a good time. Shout out to Pizza. That pizza saved my life yesterday. I'm still trying to figure out who was the white girl I saw at the goddamn Gazanos. I don't know. I, I really don't. I really don't know. It's bothering me because she looked at me like she knew me. And then I, re- I, I recognized her face. Uh-huh. And then she gave me her name and it still didn't come together. Like, no, I didn't smash this person. I just don't know her. So you think. I know. I mean, I would know how many white people I smashed in life. Do you? <laughs> I do. We still question it. <laughs> 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 the results are still pending. The results are still pending. I need an ancestry check. Yeah, we got <laughs> the heritage.com. You know what I'm saying? I need evidence. I need proof because, yeah. you know, last is still a question. Allegedly. Allegedly. But that still bothers me, though. I hate not knowing a person. Yeah. Like, you know, first supposed to look at me like they know me. <laughs> she probably did, though. She looked like she did. I can't figure it out. <laughs> You probably saved her one time to even know it. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, though. I'm she follows you. She's probably been stalking you for years. And like, oh, my God. He's right here. I don't know. I recognize the face. So that's from somewhere. So I don't know. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. Pray on it. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, other than that, um, I just chilled. I, I really hid away. I'm learning. Uh, I did a lot of cleanup. I did my. Uh, I threw away my ten things. Yeah. Uh, each weekend, I've been doing that now, like throwing away ten things that you don't use and not gonna use. I've been throwing away shit, and I didn't realize how much shit you build up. I cleaned out a whole closet. I was like, "Oh shit, this was in here." Yeah. I was like, "I've been looking for this for years. <laughs> it's been right here." And so it was a humbling experience. But, you know, it's a lesson to be... I learned a lesson, though. Uh, One of my things my mom stressed to me, uh, my mom and my dad, is to, like, let shit go. You know, a lot of times we as people, we hold on to so much shit. And we become hoarders of the shit. 
if that makes sense. Whether it's mentally, physically, it's things that we hold on to and there's no need for. Because the minute you let that shit go, like, I threw away a lot of that shit. Let, let, threw it all out. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I let it go, God blessed me with a whole bunch of new stuff. Right. And it was like, dang, if that ain't a lesson, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. You got to let some things go in life. And I promise you, once you open your hand up, as far as letting things go and giving, the blessings that come to you are almost as equal of bounty. It's, it's, you can't get nothing with closed fists. You, you got to open your right hand there. up. You didn't say something right there. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was a real lesson. It was like, dang, I learned that. You know, and it's not just with just material things. It's with people. It's with it's just life in general. Some things you got to let go if you want to move forward and gain your blessings. Because you will never gain nothing with your fist closed. So you're going to start a podcast off preaching? I mean, it just was on my spirit. Okay. It was on my spirit. I mean, let them use you though. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I'm right. Say uh, you know. You, you know. Right. You're gonna. You're gonna come out the gate with the. Well, you're gonna open the Bible to Proverbs. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I yeah, almost right. stood up and read the first. Uh, you know verse, what I'm saying? Did y'all almost pay the uh, offering? Because yeah. we can take. We need to build the fun yeah. up in here. <laughs> you know, every time, uh, say amen when you find a verse. You know what I'm saying? When I find a verse, but that was my lesson for this week, and I just want to impart it to everybody. I was driving to work, and I really had to had to take note because the minute I got rid of like old towels and old sheets and. Just old things that I didn't need no more. Wasn't even using. It was just taking up space. The Lord blessed me right back with not only new stuff. You know how long it's been since I done took a bath with a brand new towel? Wait a minute. You, whoa. Clarify. Clarity. Clarity. Okay, clarity. Towels are clean. Okay. Tied and everything. All right. But a brand new new? Yeah. It's all about that new new. Okay, gotcha. That new new hugs you. Okay. You be like, oh. I haven't felt this in a moment. Because you don't never think about taking care of yourself. Well, you should, though. You really should. We as people, especially me, is more you often. You should. You should treat yourself to new things. And, and sometimes it's just basic, normal human shit that you don't even think of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, just, I'm a Peter Griffin-ass type nigga. I go through my same routines. Yeah. And I don't try to just, I don't buy new things. Lord knows I need some new shoes. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, like I really do need somebody to just go out there and just buy me new shoes. <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad in there right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna holler at probably Duke. Tell him like lace me up. I'm gonna have him design me new shoes. Like you, you need to wear this, this, and this. You gonna get a shoe design? I did, I need some new. I need some new kicks. I need a whole new makeover. You gonna go from not buying new shoes to get a whole shoe design? I just need a whole shoe design. Like I want like four good pair. Okay. Of different shoes. You know, they don't have to be the same kind. Yeah. But I need a workout pair. Mm-hmm. I need a, a basic work pair. Mm-hmm. I need some dress shoes. And just some, ooh, it popped off. And I'm going to put these on and shit on them shoes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're just just a full good pair. Brand new. Right. New, new. <laughs> new. That's what's up. You know, so that's just my philosophy. So that's all I wanted to part on y'all. I know it went on longer than I thought, but, you know, let some shit go. And I promise you greater blessings and greater things will come to you.
And that's my lesson from this weekend. <laughs> Wise words from a black man. I know, right? It don't happen that often, but, you know, it was a dope lesson. Like, even, like, I had, like, a few conflicts rise this weekend, but I didn't give them, like, the, the energy I normally would. I just uh, uh, submit, submitted to them, like, okay, all right, I'm going to let it go. I'm not even going to have no emotion about it. Let that shit go and see what happens. Sure as shit, that situation unfolded to just new things. And you just have to sit back and sometimes and let shit go. You want to preach to me this whole Sunday about letting shit go. My cousin did some petty shit. And I was like, fuck that. You know me. I'm going to go the fuck off. Right. And I went the fuck off. And I talked about it this Sunday dinner. And the whole message mama told me was like, let it go. I let that shit go. Sure as shit. Blessings. So, yeah. Let it go. So, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend's been cool, man. I didn't. I haven't done shit. Like, my vacation started last Saturday. Did I thank you for the pizza? Thank you for the pizza. You, I don't... I mean, I don't appreciate... I was drunk. I don't know. Yeah, that shit was fire. Yo, yeah. I'm something else drunk ass paying for the pizza. <laughs> I was like... Well, look at God, because <laughs> I ordered the pizza. I wanted, right. you know what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't. Even, I, I assumed I was paying, right? So I went out there and I ordered that motherfucker meat lovers. I ordered that motherfucker with the extra topping. I don't want that. I want this. I went real bougie, thinking I was paying. Yeah. So I just wanted to shout out I'm something else because I was like the ticket came. She brought one ticket. I'm like, oh, well, let me look at it. Okay, well, this is how much I owe. Here you go. I was just threw my shit back like, bruh, sick of the mic. <laughs> well, I, I asked her for one ticket. I brought I brought it. Uh, I drug ass at the house because you didn't want to go out. Uh, yeah, I did. Not. I was going to go out. I was just having my <laughs> vacation to Cinco de Mayo on a fucking Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to do something. I was in my motherfucking feelings too I'm much. I'm going to do something. Well, I ain't got time for your feelings, man. It's Cinco right. de Mayo. It's the weekend. I'm on vacation. I'm going to go out. Right. I ain't got too many friends. <laughs> so you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to and make a motherfucker. And then your cousin's like, well, we'll go out. I'm like, well, shit, I don't even need this nigga. She going to go out. We're going we gonna to hang. <laughs> hang. I out. got somebody to hang out with. I got a crew. <laughs> you ain't got to go with me, nigga. But it was fun, though. I had a good time. I man. had a ball, bro. Um, I needed that. But I ain't, been on, I ain't done shit uh, all my whole vacation. I just been at the crib. Sometimes that be the best shit. I washed a little clothes. Uh, I just been playing Madden all day. Let me tell you about Madden, bro. Okay. So, you know, I got my ass dusted last season in Madden. A new, uh-huh. new season in Madden started. Draft, free agents, you know, if you in, into the whole Madden process. This shit too complicated for me, bro. The new season started. My team revamped. I've been practicing. I've been in the lab ever since I lost last year. Okay. So, today, it was my, uh, my come out season. It's time for me to play. The season start. And I'm playing well. I'm, I'm like, my game plan is on point. And I just fucking lost this damn game damn. on some dumb shit. Now, I'm going to get real boring to you motherfuckers who don't play Madden. Okay, so it's about to be real for me. Yeah, so I'm driving on this motherfucker. Okay. I break out for 60 yards. They call holding on me. Oh. They took they took six points off the board. Like, oh. I, I, okay, that's fine. Then I'm driving again. I, I run my quarterback. I got four seconds left. I slide out of bounds. But when you slide, you give up your, you, like, you, you went down. The four seconds run off the clock, I assume the clock stopped. That's another points off the fucking board. Uh. 
And then this motherfucker breaks six tackles on me. Oh. And breaks out for like 25 yards for a touchdown. Like, the, I lost the game in a horrible way. I'd rather get blown out than lose like I lost, though. Like, Damn. But I'm proud of my progress. I, I wow. had a good fight, you know. So, it, I'm looking up for this season. Okay. But I hate that I lost that game because I came out swinging. Right, right. But that's all I've been doing is practicing Madden and, 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 you know, eating Cheetos and hanging with Jay. It would love quick. Yeah, that's all I've been doing all week. That's some of the best vacations, though. Yeah. You know me. I like to save money and stay home. So I'm in the process of getting my crib painted. My 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 con, uh, contractor came through, and he just pulled up on me. Like I don't like people stopping at my house at all. unannounced at all. So we've been in this whole text conversation about when he gonna come through, do it, how you need to do it. This when I'm, you know, we in the text conversation. He right. called me. I'm like, I guess he's tired of texting me, you know. So he called like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm outside. What the fuck you doing outside, bro? <laughs> He's like, I'm here, man. I'm He's, tired of this. I'm tired. I said, I'm just gonna look at and, and, and revisit what we're trying to do. Yeah. Like shit, I gotta put clothes on. I got up in my drawers, bro. Like, what you? I don't like people just showing up to my house. <laughs> you know, damn way you wanted no drawers. He was <laughs> ass naked on that couch. <laughs> Jay just be like, that's why I like when people visit. I'm sick of looking at this naked naked. <laughs> yeah, so I had to put clothes on, man. So we we went over what we're trying to do. So. I'm trying to put money back in my investment. Right. You know, do right. something with this fucking house. So. I'm so excited for my summer, bro. Like, the whole home rede- redecoration is going to be dope. Yeah. It's just a whole process, though, right? Hmm? The whole process of it, though. Like, fixing up your home and even getting little shit. Like, I got to get my outside done and repainted and shit. Just, yeah. like, the whole getting bids and figuring it out. Yeah. Like, honestly, you hate to be racist, but... Mexicans are the best. Is that is that Whoa. a statement? Whoa, that that trans that escalated quickly. It did. You hate to be racist, but Mexicans are the best. They're the best. As far as what? As far as like getting job quotes, getting it done in a timely fashion. Mm. You, honestly, you know what I'm saying. You hate to say this, but damn, they're efficient. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, they they are very efficient. They're efficient. Yeah. And honestly, like, let's be real, people. Here's what happens when you want to get your job done. Like, as a homeowner, if this is my home, like, you want to get something redone in your house. Yeah. Here's what your process you have to go through. First off, you got to identify what you want done to your house. Now you have to go get quotes. Then you go get quotes. Now you have to negotiate labor costs and how long it's going to take to get this done. Then you got to go through the little bullshit of once it's getting started, guess what? Something's going to go wrong mid-program, and then you have to add way more money to get this shit done, too. It's just the whole process. It just, I hate to say it, but some people that's actually just there to actually do the work, do it better. And they're not trying to extra hustle you at your work. That's what it feels like sometimes when you're dealing with people. It's like everybody's trying to squeeze the extra dime out of you because they think what you might have. So you're saying black people? White people too, bro. Oh, it's okay. not really no. I'm uh, Honestly, on this one, yeah. it's across the board. Like, Oh, you start off saying Mexican do it best. Because I'm talking about the whole nation. On this one, yeah. like white people going to overquote me because mm-hmm. they, they think it's going to be an insurance write-off. Okay. Black people, you know, the with black people, we saw multi-diversity. We have like the honest... Construction black people, then we have the hood ones. You know, someone's gonna get it done. 
Honestly, uh, the honest ones that's going to get it done, uh, they're going to quote you the same price as the white people. They're not going to do you wrong. They're just going to quote you the same price. Mm-hmm. And they, you can't be mad at it. They want a fair price. The broke black people, they're going to quote you a low price, but it's going to take three summers and a month of pecan season to get it done. Damn. The Mexicans going to have their whole family over there. And that bitch knocked out by the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? You hate to say this. These are uncomfortable truths. I think that's what our show is built on. It's uncomfortable truths. This is remodeling in spring season, so let's talk about it. Home reconstruction is a motherfucker. Is that how you going to uh, wrap that all that shit up? I really did. Okay. I think I did well. Well, I... I'll let you uh, go with that one, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just you, saying. You threw yourself out there. Right. And then you reeled it in. Hey, I know how to swim, baby. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be right. driving that boat this summer. I got to get my practice in. <laughs> it's real. It's shit. It's real, man. I'm just sorry. Home improvement is motherfucker, y'all. God damn. It is. It it takes us it takes so much more than you realize. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it takes a lot. It's a lot of sacrifice. You don't even realize. But it it really helps you learn about yourself too. It's it's a self journey. Just doing home remodeling. Even the smallest of things. Cause you know what it comes down to when you really realize what you know about yourself? What? Is when you have to pick the color. What the paint? Of the paint. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Not the outside color. It's usually a generic, like, white, beige, or some shit. You might get adventurous, do a little blue. But when you go to the inside and the guts of your house and have to decide the new paint color of your kitchen, then you have to really have a moment to yourself and decide, what do I want my kitchen to say about me when they walk in? Right. <laughs> you know, it's it's a real conversation. Like, what do you see when you walk in my house? What colors are you seeing? What are you looking at? That is true. And so you really have to get in tune with yourself because your house honestly reflects you. Facts. At the end of the day. That's why I chose gold for my main room. (laughs) You know, my favorite colors are black and gold. So The Saints colors. No, Alpha. Alpha Alpha. I thought you was going with the... Central High Tigers. I thought you was a Saints fan. No, no, no. no, Okay. No, no. Bears Nation. Zulu Ball fan? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a fan of that because I want to go. Yeah, I'm going next year. Cause it looked dope according to Sleepy's pictures. It looked epic. So y'all heard it here first that Cordell Seconds is going to Zulu Ball next year. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. Please do. Yeah. Make me. I can't make you a grown man. I can't make you do anything. That's you want what to. best friends are for. I can't make you do anything you want to, bro. I want to do it then. You do it then. So I need my best friend support. I can't make you. I'm not saying make me. You just said make you. <laughs> Assist me. <laughs> he said, "Make you." I did say, "Make." I don't make a don't do shit. Bro. I need help. <laughs> I, don't make a don't do that, I need man. help. I need help, people. That's the part of being an adult, man. You I honestly need the person to assist me. Like, just just help me plan my shit and stick to it. You know, if you keep reminding me. You know, you got a meeting to do tomorrow. You sure right? What is behind you? <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh, that's my week. Anything else about your weekend? No, nah, man. That's all I got into. I didn't. I my my weekend has been lovely. I ain't do shit. So I had such a ball. Yeah. Like like a weekend. Like when you're forced to change your routine, 
it's a really humbling, but it's a nuanced experience. Like, you really get to see who fuck with you. Like, and when you, like, you changed your pattern up. It's yeah. crazy. You see who's down with the punches and who not. Like, a lot of motherfuckers were thrown the fuck off. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> but it works out. Anyway, let's get into these topics, I guess. I'm going to let you guide these this episode because, uh, yeah, I'm over here. So, we, I didn't have a positive story to start this uh, episode off with. Not one? I don't think I know anything that's going on that, you know, it's been vacation, so I ain't been on it. Oh, so man. I don't have a positive story. Got one? I don't have a positive story. I got one. Okay, well, go ahead, nigga. <laughs> I just thought of it. As soon as I was watching TV. Uh, frat brother James Shaw, the guy who helped disarm the suspect at Waffle House, mm-hmm. he was honored in his alumni uh, for his uh, service and being a hero. So salute to him, James Shaw. Congratulations, man. Congratulations, yeah. All the blessings coming to you deserve everything. All the blessings, bro. You did something selfless and you earned this shit. And, you know, salute. All right, so that's my only positive story. Great positive story. I did good, right? You want a gold star, nigga? Can I? Shit. Gold stars are awesome. Did you five? Six. (laughs) So, Colorado State University, they had a a campus tour. Casey, shot. And. Um, there was two Native Americans who, you know, saved their money. The family traveled out to the university. It's their, it's their dream university to attend to. Okay. And they went on a campus tour. So amongst the tour, one of the parents that was on the tour felt uncomfortable with the two Native Americans that was touring with them. They know. And she called the police on them. Oh, my God. So the police came and escorted these two Native Americans uh, Get from the, the premises. Out of here, bro! Just because a white lady said they was uncomfortable, she was uncomfortable. It Get wasn't the no, fuck they out wasn't of here. doing nothing out of hand. They wasn't acting the fool. They wasn't turning up and dabbing and shit. They was <laughs> on the tour with them, and she didn't feel comfortable with them, and called the police. Fuck white privilege, bro! And the police escorted them out the tour. Like no! they, they saved all this money to travel seven hours to this university. And they got to get escorted out. Bitch, you reimbursing me for all of this money. I'm going to need some money, bro. I'm going to need all this money reimbursed. Yeah. Out of everybody's asshole. Like, out of everybody. I'm suing the white family for uh, malicious uh, propaganda. I'm just shooting everybody. Everybody getting sued. The the number one audio said that the woman said that the, the two kids were uh, they stand out, their behavior is odd, and they're creepy kids. Oh, no. Made me feel a little sick. Oh, yeah. that's I'm going to win that malice suit. But yeah. the, everybody in the other tour, like, they weren't doing shit but walking the tour with everybody else. Oh, yeah. I'm winning that. Yeah, so. Yeah, you spoke bad about me in public. All of this shit. Defamation, I'm, the character, all that shit. Man. Oh, all of this shit. I'm getting all of this money. Yeah, so. All of this. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard a response from the university, but people in this article saying this is nothing new for this university that things like that happen. Uh, so I don't know if Colorado is on the racist shit. Colorado State, let me make sure it's clear. But right, people saying this is not nothing new as far as how they treat people of other ethnicities. So, oh, that didn't got high and forgot. Yeah, so that's some shit. 
Yeah, Colorado State, y'all fucked up for that. All and the police officers who, who who escorted him off the, the tour because you somebody said they uncomfortable with him. Like you fucked up for that too. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 on the, that dumb oh, shit. Oh no, baby. That's like the uh the dude who got uh it was at the gas station, right? Mm-hmm. And off duty police officer pulled his gun out on this dude because he thought this dude was robbing him. This dude paid for a full ass Mentos. Yeah. And he was like, I'm mad at the dude because he was serious about getting his mentor. He yeah. was like, well, pay, get your change and leave. Dude was like, did, you, did he pay for that mentos? Yeah. He was like, well, come back and get your Dude came all the way back. Dude, I would have left the fuck out that gas station. Nigga to pull a whole ass gun on me. He pulled a gun on this man because he thought he was stealing fucking mentos. <laughs> mentos, man. my dude. Mentos. That's that cocky shit, man. Like, that right. badge be making people get, like, Gorilla nuts. Like, <laughs> like, why? So, what's the point of you pulling your gun out of me? Like, I'm not robbing this place. You just think I put some right. mentos in my, my pocket. And then you're going to tell me to get my change from it. Like, bruh. Bruh. Seriously? Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I get it. it it's. Oh, shit. So, we on this university tip. So. Uh, you know, it's graduation season. Everybody's, you know, getting their degrees and salute all, to the graduates. All the Shout out my little brother did. graduating this Saturday. Trying to make a better life for themselves and get into uh, debt. Right. Uh, Welcome to this debt. Sally Welcome May gonna be on your ass. So at the Florida graduation, uh, there were uh, several African American students who, when they once they received their diploma. Kind of turned up. Did you see the video? I did. And it wasn't just African American. Yeah, but they kind of targeted the African American students. Not only did they target the African Americans, they was just downright disrespectful to. Oh, look at this old bitch in the back though. <laughs> the bitch in the background. Not only did they target the African Americans, that was extra rude to them. Like the white kids turned up just equally. Yeah. Everybody was throwing up basically their fraternities, sororities, whatever they represent. In life, mm. they were turning them up. Uh, the white people got generally pushed off the stage. The black people got snatched the fuck off. Like the they stage. was grabbing these people like they their parents. <laughs> yeah, they man, their parents like they was in church. And your mama eyes you down from the choir stand. Like man. you better not quit be acting a goddamn fool down there. I'm coming to snatch your ass up. Now to go to be a student these days, tuition is a fool. Like stupid eye out the ass, and to go to uh. Uh, a prestigious college, like Florida University, University of Florida. Right, it's easily over forty, fifty thousand dollars. Easily, that's a house. And so, if I pay this much money to your university, let me turn up for like four seconds. I'm gonna get my goddamn turn up in. Can I get my shine on real quick? You gonna see this Alpha Phi Alpha fly in this motherfucker? Yeah. So for them to to. Push and grab and push these motherfuckers off stage, dog. You you totally disrespectful. Bitch, I'm hitting the snake and I'm yelling out to my goddamn self, you better hold that shit. Because I'm telling you, I'm finna show out. This is my time to shine. Right. It's easy to get punched in the face. Don't don't grab me. Don't touch me, bro. Don't touch me, bro. Don't touch me. You can ask me to uh leave the stage. Yeah, bro, you touch me right now, you're gonna be on this flow. I'm just saying. But they gripped up all these motherfuckers and pushed them off stage. They which, did. And the floor the university uh issued an apology for it. Did you see that? Huh? This motherfucker gonna get on stage trying to apologize. And I'm like, bruh, 
bitch, bruh. You father let me know you did this shit on purpose. Well, yeah, they, they try to get these motherfuckers off stage. You just, just don't grab me. Don't touch me, bruh. Don't touch me, bruh. Don't touch me. Don't snatch me. Snatch me. He was snatching niggas. Yeah, he was gripping the motherfuckers. He was snatching. He got them niggas by their collars like they was pit bull puppies. Yeah. It was disrespectful, bruh. It was so disrespectful. Yeah, so, yeah, y'all fucked off for that. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I, I would have slick snicked the, uh, snuck his ass. I'm going to have to. Yeah. You grabbed me by my neck, bro. We're going to have problems. They got, they, he was grabbing women and everything. Like, he didn't give a fuck. You can't if he him. was black, he was gone. Yeah. He didn't care. He didn't care at all. What else going on? Let me think. So a couple days ago, there was an uh, incident. Um... On another flight, what flight was this, man? Who, 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 who's the culprit on this motherfucker? Wasn't it Southwest again? I hope it's not Southwest. They got they taking too many L's, it's man. Southwest be taking a lot of L's. Anyway, until I figure that out, that was a drunk or high flight attendant. Oh, um, I know what it. Guess what? what? It was United. It was United. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they going back and forth as far as fucked up flight battles. <laughs> yeah, but she. Yeah, go ahead. Going go on. ahead. Tell so that's price. a. That was a flight attendant <laughs> who was apparently uh, drunk or high or, or something. Yeah, she uh, was. And they said she was doing the announcement. You know how you got to tell them to buckle up. And if, the, <laughs> if, the, if you lose cabin pressure, put the thing over the children first and shit. And she was like, yo, if your seatbelt isn't tight, you fucked up. He's like, you got to die. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people started tweeting it. Before the flight took off, that this bitch and this motherfucker drunk. Um, I don't know what she was on. She got like awkwardly close to another uh, uh, passenger, all up in his face. I yeah. think she was trying to get that work. Yeah, but she was turned. Something's wrong with this motherfucker. Yo, how about she was so turned, bro? She went and told on herself to the pilots. The what? She was like she told the pilots, "Yo, I'm a little drunk." Damn. <laughs> the pilots just like. Shit, well, we gotta make it to our destination regardless. <laughs> Buckle up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was so fucking turnt, bruh. Like, either you gonna put her in the seatbelt or you gonna die. <laughs> Your choice. So, one of the. Uh, I know that flight was One lit, of the though. motherfucker uh, on the passengers was like, it got, it got so bad how she was acting that she went to the cockpit, told the pilot, like, yo, this bitch out here drunk, man. <laughs> Somebody come get this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yo, for real talk, you know that fight was lit. You know you how many free drinks you probably getting? Like, she's like, let me get some of that crap. Hell yeah, let me get some too. What you eat? You drink good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you just come to work faded. Yeah, it's a hard life. The fuck. I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm like, nigga, shot me that. I'm like, um, I know you had hopes and dreams. You talking about the picture of him? No, I'll show you later. Okay, but yeah, it, it's fucked up. Uh, she had, she came to work faded. I guess she was, she might have been turned up the night before and just kept the party going. But you kind of work fucked up, right? You know, you you, you supposed to be that. To take care of people on a flight. Let me know. tell you, I don't so. feel safe if my flight attendant drunk. As like, is the captain drunk too? Right. As a person that regularly get fucked up and go to work, that is so rude and disrespectful. You want to feel secure, the person that's uh, supposed to be guiding you out of danger. 
Yeah, let you know when shit but fucked up. Jeez, especially life and death situations. Jesus. Get your life together. Yeah. So rude. So rude. <laughs> I know that flight was lit, though. Would you have snitched on her if she was fucked up on your flight, though? I mean, I'm not snitching type. Like, like as, long I'm not as, the, as long as the pilot not fucked up, I don't care. I'm good. Doing. Like, honestly, what does the stewards, like, just do? They bring you stuff. Right. Yeah. If so, you need something that you know, they'll bring it to you. So you just know on this fight, you just need to get up at like bitch point. <laughs> like where the peanuts kept. Right. I'm gonna have to get my own drink this flight, but my drink's gonna be good. I'm just mad that her coworkers didn't save her. Like, you know this bitch at work drunk. You could have right. I'm gonna take care of this one. Just sit back in the just back. Just sit back, drink put some your seatbelt on, drink some water, bitch. Yeah, you, you fucked up. Now let this bitch grab the mic. She on the microphone. I know you heard her on the mic. <laughs> Y'all had a pre-flight conversation. I was giggling like, look at this bitch, drunk as fuck. Yeah, you ain't got no real work friends. Them ain't your work friends, boo. Yeah. Them really not. That's why I owe you, but can't trust them co-workers. Mm. All right, so DJ Khaled. Oh, poor DJ Khaled. I didn't know we was going to wait till the music segment. We was going to talk about him here. DJ, we here now. But DJ we Khaled it was on The Breakfast Club. He announced that, you know... Uh, you know, the woman should take care of the man, should, should honor them and cherish the man and take care of him as far as, you know, all all forms of facets and, you know, talk about giving head and shit. You know, this is not his said, first time saying that. When he came on there the first time, he said that shit. He said what shit? And he ain't going. <laughs> he said that shit from junk. And that motherfucker said that from the beginning. Right. So he's not he's not uh, he's not going down on his wife. So, but he does give get head from his wife. Uh-uh. So I'm like, uh-uh. I don't. I mean, I understand. You know, you the man. You make all the money. He's like, how do you how you show appreciation from her? He's like, this house, the 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 these these trips, this you know, all these gifts I give you. That's how he show he he honor his woman. So the conversation we had on Facebook was, would you rather, would you if you dating a rich person is getting head a deal breaker. Mm. And I'm like, look, I didn't got here before. Right. I ain't never been rich. I ain't never been rich. So if, if I can have the opportunity to be rich, you can keep the head. <laughs> keep that to yourself. I, you know, so you ain't gotta give me head if you, right. if I'm rich with you. Right. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure she getting head from somewhere else. Somewhere else she getting head. That nigga travels a lot. He travels, he's not there often. He's not there. You can't believe, believe that bitch is just completely pleased with that belly. <laughs> on her fucking forehead yeah so so please believe yeah I, I, she fucking her bodyguard I'm just saying I, I, if if it comes to getting head of being rich I'd rather be rich let me get rich the I head ain't even all this cracked I up I ain't to gotta me. be domed up yeah am I still fucking but look at God yeah I don't know it's not that breaking for me <laughs> it's not ah no but we both broke. Yeah, it's a deal breaking. Are we talking about rich, bro? Wait, we ain't, no, we ain't we about, rich. We ain't talking about peasant conversation. You know, we ain't talking we about talking these peasant about, shit. We talking about rich, 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 rich. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's, now if I have my own money, then it's a deal breaker. But you know, if I'm poor and you rich, yeah. well, we cool. You cool with that? Yeah, I figured out. Okay. I can get over myself. Yeah, I've been alone a long time. So shit, I've been out without here for a while. I'm good. Nice. It's nothing new. Sheesh. 
I know, man. It's hard <laughs> over here, bro. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna make it work. Shit. So yeah. Oh no. What about you? Is it a deal breaker? Not deal breaker? No, I say if it, if it comes between getting head and being rich, I'm gonna go rich. Like I didn't head hit before. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, shit. You're not impressed. I'm not even. I'm not even hung up on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. shit, shit. I can. I can live the rest of my days without getting hit if I can be rich. I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. And don't believe these social media bitches talking about. Uh, no, it's equal, equal, equal. Don't believe these hoes. These hoes is fucking niggas with no car, no house, no job, and not even get no head. Right. And living in their back seat. Don't believe these hoes. <laughs> Shit, girl, you better find your true love. Get that money. What else we got? Let me look at my few little notes I got. That's all I got, man. Nothing really happened, though. The Met Gala happened. The Met Gala happened. Um, I don't really know what the fuck the Met Gala is. I think the thing was like Catholic churches. The only reason why I said it because Rihanna showed up like the Pope and Black Panther showed up like he'd been a preacher for 30 years at the uh, Missionary Baptist Church yeah. of St. Latter-day Saints. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they were still clean as fuck in that shit. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they showed a video. They had, like, everybody in this damn video. Uh, all the black characters, all the black right. celebrities. With Childish Gambino and Chick from Black Panther, the all the Black Panther cast. Uh, all the cast, East right. and that motherfucker. Yeah, like, your chick was in there. It's like this is the blackest moment in, in Met Gala history. So it, it, was, it really was. It was pretty black of them right. to do that, you know. So. Uh, the first black princess of Disney. And she was like, I'm about to cry. They roasted Lil Bow Wow for a post he put up about it. He was said he said some shady shit towards McGatta, like who wants to get dressed up and go up with these heavy ass uh, costumes and shit. And then somebody, like, nobody invited somebody you. Somebody responded like, "How you talking shit outside the club?" And you can't even get and then in. Somebody because you can't even get in. <laughs> <laughs> they tag team Bow Wow little ass. I mean, yeah, I mean, Bow Wow, I don't know what you're going to have to do, bro. You're going to have to do an Oscar. You're going to have to get canceled or something in the acting role. Because, <laughs> like, right now, nobody give a fuck about nothing you have to say. Really don't. It's, it's, I don't know what you did. I, I really don't know where you went wrong. I honestly don't. But somewhere down the line, you you stepped out of, out of your boundaries. And no one has forgiven you. Right. So I would suggest, you know, you need to get like a drama acting role. <laughs> like somewhere you, your character dies or has like syphilis or cancer or something. You need to really draw the people in right. and then let them kill you off in a sad way. So people will feel sympathy for you again. Well, I don't know. It could be a double-edged sword because, you know, in there's so damn petty. They see you with syphilis, nigga. They're going to make it worse. <laughs> they see you dying. Niggas gonna keep these memes going. I, I don't know what's gonna save you, Bow Wow. I really don't. Who, who the fuck died from syphilis in this day and age? I don't know, man. I'm just naming out you know, the first disease I this thought of. Syphilis? Shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't catch them diseases. I'm proud of myself. I'm pretty clear. 
<laughs> I got old people, old man diseases to name out. I don't know. We might have said polio or something. That shit, shit you know. Nowadays, these bitches got that, re, uh, that vegan polo they give niggas. The black plague. You <laughs> <laughs> said the black plague, nigga. You got these old ass diseases, man. Who fuck says syphilis? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't heard a syphilis. Is a syphilis <laughs> outbreak going on? Man, they got this stage too now, bro. Okay. They got that advanced shit. All you gotta do is a bitch breathe on you. That shit gonna flare up. That's terrible. <laughs> Wrap it up, people. Wrap it up. Um, did I get to talk about the ghetto? Uh, I'll talk about this later. We'll talk about it later. Okay. You know my my ghetto um, part-time job. Uh, as the world turns, as the thought turns, right. You know, it's escalated. Okay. Yet again, a uh, real quick catch up. Uh, he's gotten out of jail. Okay. Uh, if y'all don't know what's going on, go catch up on previous episodes. Basically, it's a love story going on in my part-time job uh, with a meth head and a uh, a convict who's living in the halfway house. He was paroled, but he violated the parole because he hooked up with the chick, the, the meth head. We had a kid in the car, and there's a violation of the uh, the dude's parole. So he got locked up. He got out. He didn't call the chick. It's crazy. It's a whole new story going on. Hmm. Anyway, so he's out of jail, and he didn't call the meth head chick back because he's trying to get his life together. Okay, good catch up. <laughs> right, real quick. <laughs> the meth head is in her feelings, and, and, and she's bumping SWV. All through work. Like, every hip-hop sad song you've ever heard, mm-hmm. this bitch is playing it. Country, everything. If it's sad, she playing it. Oh, your heart is broken. Her heart is all the way broken. It's like crack love. Meth love. I don't know. It's weird as fuck. That's what's up, bro. They nasty as fuck. <laughs> they so nasty. I never eat. At the restaurant ever again. On the strength. Because they're that nasty. Anyway. Um, topics. 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 Uh, can we talk about Trump? Real quick. Okay. Uh, Trump has announced that he is backing out, out of the Iran deal. It was a deal that was established between a few countries. Uh, China. Russia. In Europe, some of the main key players in it, they're not all. And Iran, of course, itself. Uh, he backed out the deal, said it wasn't a good deal. Uh, it was signed. It, it was a rush deal and wasn't signed properly. And so he backed out. Iran, as soon as he backed out, Iran said, hey, guess who's not going to give a fuck now? <laughs> shit. We're going to build our shit at an expanded rate. <laughs> Thank you. Obama was quoted as saying, this is the stupidest idea on earth. Why are you backing up out of this deal? Right. We have invested so much time and energy getting this established. And it's actually helping balance and establish peace, jobs, and, you know, growth. Mm-hmm. And Trump was like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm out. Basically to the deal. Damn. So, yeah, we're dealing with that right now. People. So they got the right to uh, build nuclear weapons again. Right. Well, that's fucked up. Well, that's all the way fucked up, you know, considering who's 
half in power and who was half not, especially in that era. A few people was quoted, uh, a few Democrats, one Republican, uh, or three Republicans. Um, Senator Mark Warner from Virginia, in a statement he said that such a move drives a wedge between us and our allies. Uh, Bob Menendez, he said, a huge mistake to withdraw without a plan. Because, of course, we know the Trump administration does not have any plans to uh, figure this out and fill this hole. Even Republicans weighed in and they were saying, uh, Republican Mike Turner from Ohio, without proof that Iran is in violation of the agreement, is a mistake to fully withdraw from the deal. Uh, Senator Bob Corker from Tennessee, he said, it was disappointing the White House couldn't reach an agreement with the U.S. allies, but is confident the president will work for a better deal. I think we all know our president is not going to work for a better deal. Yeah, he just want to take out anything that uh, President Obama did. Yeah, it's, it's, it really feels like it's just an attack on Obama and anything Obama established. Now, I'm not saying Obama was the supreme ally president of all just because he was black. But he did so much good work with our lives. I think uh, international affairs and things grew a lot. The, the, the world grew smaller because it was encouraged to reach out. Right. And it was made easier to reach out to your brothers and sisters. Uh, it's, it's a gift and a curse. The Internet grew so quickly and fast because people had easy access now. But through these different deals, a lot of things are going. A lot of things are going to be cut out. A lot of working with your fellow people and exchanging ideas are going to be cut out of this. So it really sucks ass. Yeah, it's not what you think it's going to be. So yeah, that sucks. Agent forty-five. Agent forty-five. I think that's why uh, early elections have started. I think we need to pay attention to this. It really fucking matters people it does it does uh for the people in my district in my area we have some candidates running uh i want a public endorse carl Mendon for sheriff i know we have a lot of people running uh shout out higgins uh no disrespect i just don't know you like that you know what i'm saying i just spent camped out in the um, shootouts with carl Mendon. Mm-hmm. So I, I know this man. We didn't look at him up. We watched damn uh, playoff game on my cell phone while we waiting for a shootout to get resolved. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I know this man a little bit better. His number is still in my phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to go give it to Carl Mendon for sheriff. So hey, it's early elections. You make the choice. The choice. Go do your research. You decide for yourself. I'm not trying to encourage you or anything, but you know, find out for yourself. As you know, local mayor candidate, Mayor Stoller, decided not to run now. So he's pulled out. We're down to our first young African-American running and another guy running. Uh, his name is Mark, I think. He cool but creepy. <laughs> cool but creepy. Yeah, he's extra short. Mm-hmm. And like even talking to him, he, he just answers your questions that you want to hear. I yeah, mean, those short really, motherfuckers are creepy. You know, not yeah. all. Yeah, all short people are creepy. No, not all. All of them are creepy. Really? Yeah. All of them. All short people are creepy. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. It's in their DNA. <laughs> Damn, Paul's sleepy. He ain't did nothing to nobody. It's science. 
It's science. You know what I'm saying? So he has a little man complex. Is I don't know what it is. I'm voting tomorrow, so I'll be in that bitch. All right. Shout out Frank Scott. Uh, that's what I'm going to go behind on my mayor election this year. So uh, shout out Frank Scott. Salute. <laughs> that's what I'm voting for. Uh, if anybody ever wanted to know. So far, them the people I did my research on. I'm going to go do more because as the elections come closer, I'm going to try to find out more information and try to include y'all give you at least ideas of what's going on. And you can make your own decision. But those are two people, Carl Mendon and Frank Scott, that I'm pulling for right now. Cool. Go on and vote, people. Jesus. What else we got? You done? I ain't got nothing else. Okay. Um... I want to just really quick touch on this assault case. A Miami police officer is charged with assault for trying to kick suspect in head, officials said. A Miami police officer who was relieved of duty after cell phone video showed him trying to kick a suspect in the head has been charged with assault, which is second-degree misdemeanor. In Miami-Dade County, attorney officer said it takes like five paragraphs to get down to these officers' names, which is... Once again, horrible. They even mention the victim's name before they do the officer. But the victim was David uh, Susanos, and the officer was Officer Mario Figueroa, a two-year veteran. So I think some more training is definitely needed down in Miami. But you know how that saying goes, a Florida man was accused of. Right. So, you know, you got to take it with a, uh, a grain of salt with Florida. That's crazy. That's crazy as fuck. So, no, extra policing. All of that good shit. The police need to watch the police. I don't know how it's going to work out. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? break? Sure. All right. Shot to be a bartender. We're going to do that quick commercial break. Don't forget Act 2 coming up. Send your questions. Uh, I got time today because it's whatever you got to powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We'll be happy to read those for you online. We have two good ones lined up uh, after the break. All right. Shot to be a bartender. We'll be right back. What up, what up, good people? This your boy, I'm Something Else. Let you know about our great, great sponsors at Papa Time. Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University, Leroy, Arkansas. Listen up. Papa Time got the best deals in town. All your adult beverages. You got anything you need from Crown Black to Salonac. From Jim Bean and everything in between. Talk to our good friends at Papa Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages. Let them know the powers I was sent you. Have a great weekend. Let's get back into it. Act two. Yeah. We're back. What up? What up? We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, you know how we do. We are act two. We are act two. We talk about these movies and TVs, music, fix my life. Get it all lined up and get it together. For sure. So what you watching, bro? So you know I had to check out Dead White People. Yeah. Shout out Loretta Divine. I don't give a fuck what it takes. Loretta Divine will get a job. Facts. You know what I'm saying? When I heard Loretta Divine voice come through the crowd. I power, couldn't put my finger on like who was that voice? That's Loretta Divine, baby. Yeah. I know that voice anywhere. Yo, she gonna get a job. Fuck what you heard. 
The Ronnie Devine got a job on a college TV show. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? She still is going to get these chicks. Yeah. Whenever you get through. <laughs> so, uh, dear white people, did you check it out? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched the whole, I binge watched the whole thing. What'd you think? What's your opinion? I'm going to go with you for I'm going to let you. So you watched the whole thing? I finished it today, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, There's 10 episodes, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, I finished it. So I watched, I think this uh, this season two, I'm glad to pick it back up. Is, is Season one was good. Season two is even better. Right. I think they, they dig into the characters a, a lot more. Character development was real. And, you know, how it all ties together, I thought that was dope. Right. Um, it gave you the whole college experience um, right. still. And, you know, Sam, I like Sam because she's a pioneer. I think she's trying to overcompensate for the fact that she's half white. Right. Um, but but she's know, still for the cause. But not only was Sandwich, because that's her name now, and not only Sandwich for the cause. Yeah, her dad was. And I love her dad. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> her dad was was, you know, for she was he was here for her. He know? was here for her. Not only that he challenged her. He mm. made her not feel ashamed of be whoever you wanna be, baby. I got your back regardless. Yeah. I'm here for you. Find yourself. Find your voice. I like the I like the conversation they had when uh she did an interview with the guy that she was dating, the white dude. Yeah. And I saw both sides of the conversation. Right. Um, you know, she got the whole thing, dear white people, and he was trying to say that she was the reason why they got that alt right, right, you know, troll going on. It's her her fault that it's going on, which is, in a sense, it is it is true because right there would be no good, there would be no bad if there was no good. It's always gonna be somebody to play the uh to play the devil's nem- devil's advocate, so to speak. Yeah. So you got this platform you're doing right and somebody's gonna come in and challenge that right so she didn't like that but i, I like the play them two had as far as right. their dynamic you but, know and, and she specified that she's entitled to it's not her fault that because she spoke out of the things that's going on whether that's hurting that happens to her every day she's right for speaking out but he's trying to let her know like but this is why you speaking out this caused it this is what brings that up so it's my fault that i spoke my truth it's not your fault, but at the same time, you know, it brought it out. Somebody's it gonna that, play the devil's advocate. Yeah, always. Yeah. As far as it's like you know, if you if you can equate that to how, you know, when President Barack was in office and all these things were like subdued and cup swept under the rug as far as racism, right. And then as soon as uh, Agent Forty Five get in there, all this shit, you know, what I'm saying just flames up because that shit. That brings a different conversation, mm-hmm. you know. So say you you got this, you know, movement going on. Somebody's gonna have to challenge that, and yeah, I, I like that dynamic, the dynamic of that that conversation. How it kind of forces each right. side to, uh, you know, look at themselves. And the same way he was interviewing all the black people, as far as is am I racist? Right. It kind of like, are you appropriating? Are you just using this as using a this as avenue? As an avenue, using black people as a come up. The whole you, time it's just actually, to get back to this game. Are you actually trying to come to a uh, uh, an agreement or you know come to the bottom of the situation? Right. So I like the whole back and forth of right. it. And it's actually you know so you get back to this guy. That's what it's really all about, whether he want to admit it or not. I like Troy's story. Who? <coughs> Troy. The Dean's son. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, having the finest set, especially with the stand-up thing. I really yeah. felt him. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, just finding himself. And at the end, he was like, you know what? That's not for me. I just, I, I thought more people was going to join in on the whole X marks the spot uh, theory. Yeah. And it was just saying, uh, Sandwich and, uh, what's his name? Leon. Uh, Le- Leon? Uh, Leon, no? Lionel. 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 Yeah, I like Lionel, though. Real yeah. talk. Yo, Lana motivated me though. Yo, I'm gonna get this gym though. Lana came out the dark clothes like, bitch, I'm buff. Yeah. I'm like, goddamn. <laughs> Let me get this gym. I'm in these streets. Yeah, yeah. Lana said, karate. Lana, yeah. whoop your ass out here in these streets. Don't play that, nigga. <laughs> I, I like the fact that I think they chose them too as far as their their mission. Right. You know, I mean, you can't you can't let everybody into Harvard. You know, what I'm saying right. so you got to find the ones who actually thirst to, for knowledge, trying to get to you know, I have an actual movement or a, right. a staple in the cause. So right. I think that was dope. Yeah, Troy burned himself out trying to find himself. Yeah. Uh, the other chick, she went through all that shit trying to find herself. So I like these two characters. They really are just pure, literally needing to find themselves, and they're on the right path, and they picked up on the clues. Yeah. I was like, no, there's more here. Hold up. That motherfucker had a whole board. <laughs> he just needed them pieces. Yeah, I like the fact of, um, like, Dead White People is, is dope as far as how it, it brings, like, social issues into the college world, you know. Right. I think that's a great platform for people to find themselves and, you know, have a voice for themselves. It reminded me so much of my college experiences, though, like, yeah. Being that voice, and you know, it took me back to what it was all about. You know, it's just like, damn, it was like real life experiences. Though. I wasn't that in tune in college as these kids are. <laughs> like, causes and, 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 you know, like HBCU's gonna bring you there. They're gonna, right. they gonna bring these things to the forefront, let you know. They're gonna bring guest speakers that speak on social issues and how, you know, black community in America and things like that. I wasn't in tune like these kids are, and I think that's mm. dope. That they're uh, that at that age mm-hmm. trying to better or you know have a voice for themselves. Right. See, for me, not going to an HBCU, I was them kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm really I was the one out there campaigning for the black events and the I was the blackness. You know, at that trying to like, hey, <laughs> you know, I was the Sams out there. I was that yeah. person. But the going choice. to a, going to a university like like you went to that you have to because they don't really they don't have it. it. They don't promote it going at to all. HBCU like they give you that on a day like they Daily. feed you that like breakfast. Right. Like you gonna get this. Right. I'm gonna feed you this. These people you need to talk to. Listen right. to this person. I'm gonna bring this guest here. These are the courses you need to take. You know, the, everybody speak that that culture so yeah and for it us, wasn't necessarily like i have to be a movement like the whole school is a movement right you know? and for us it wasn't like that like it was not a movement you have to go get these people on your own you have to go find them like i learned so much about just like booking an artist yeah. you know booking fees and just just to try to find something that you think is going to inform your people mm-hmm. about uh what you what they should be thinking anyway but it takes another motherfucker that's on TV to tell you this, and yeah. it was the it was the whole fight the system thing that I just so like uh, what's the word I want to use just I, I just so felt I, I just uh, touched on it just like damn that that was what it was like 
Resonated. That's the word I want to use. Okay, use that one. Yeah, I, I really resonated with it. I was like, yeah, I remember them times. And to get them people here and to do that and to put on these movements and these shows and where we protesting this, you know, because there's always something to protest. There's always yeah. something going on. I, I had the privilege of, you know, when I was in high school, I was president of Black Cultural Society. Okay. So for two years, it's always I was always fighting the system. So I got to college, and I'm like, ah, I'm black and young, and I'm going to find myself in the college and being my black. And then was no black. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's white. You, you, you had a black, you had a white school, so... You know what I'm saying? And then finding your voice there in a black college and yeah, joining was, the blackest fraternity you could, you know. Yeah. It was a whole journey for me, so it was cool. I, I, I get That's why I think uh, Dear White People resonates with me so much, because I get it. Yeah. Like I say, my, my college experience, we really didn't have to deal with that. Like It, yeah, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a fight for it. It yeah. was it was offered on a daily basis. Right, right. You know you what I'm saying? That, and that's something I envy. Like, yeah. when I came down and visit you guys at Joe College, I was like, damn, it's black everything down here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even experienced this. It was, yeah. so, it was so cool to be at the HBCU, even though we just visited for, like, a weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, for us, we lingered too long. You know, we was there for five days. But it was like, wow, all this blackness. Yeah. And then your whole campus was blackness, and you had dorms, man, for just lunch. And it was like, ooh. This is different. Yeah. Our dorms is like uh, wonderful cafeteria lounges and we have restaurants. And I was like, restaurants? You gonna eat in this cafeteria, you gonna go find your way. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was different. Mm -hmm. And it was cool. I liked it. I liked the experience of it. It was, it was, I was so blessed to have the, the, the different change I could see. Well, I visited HBCU, you know, between Dylan and UAPB. Yeah. <laughs> So it's good to see a, a different dynamic and, you know, people that age trying to push for it. I, one thing this, this uh, season taught me is, like, I never knew what a hotep was, right? Oh, my God, yes. The hotep dude. I never that hotep knew, nigga. I never knew what hotep was. And then it kind of gave me an example of a hotep. And then right. I went and researched what hotep was because I right. never really, like, dug into the hotep thing. Oh, yeah. So... And that was like a good ex uh, example of a hotel, cause like you like you a lot of people get a bad rep being hotel niggas. Yeah, like like for me you being a woke and I won't say, I hate to say the word woke at this point because it's so overused and shit. Yeah, but being a woke type person, you get the 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 misconstrued concept of hotel nigga. Yeah, cause you know what's going on, but these niggas. Yeah, these niggas are a different breed, my nigga. Yeah. They over extreme. I'm super black. What the fuck? You not even represent half of me. It's uh, basically like you know, just empowerment of black male, you know, and everything else is is secondary. Subsidiary. Yeah, you just you just a bipartisan of what? Nope. Look, we we black males and we run this. And you got to respect that. Anything outside of that. Right. You know, when he said the word fag on that motherfucker. Right. And then it was like a trigger for it. Like, whoa. Whoa. whoa wait bro. a minute. Yo. You know, so. Well, that's you, not normal. You, you know, you, you speak all the good things. <laughs> like, he came off hard as shit. And he was giving her clues to the ex. So, I'm thinking, I really thought she was going to be part of that order. 
What you? Oh, as far as like he found the X marks the spot with the hidden books and shit, yeah. and she even got a copy of it in her backpack right now, mm-hmm. and didn't realize it. And like they was talking about it, but she was on the radio talking while they was talking about the hidden society. I'm like, damn. She got the whole thing in her backpack. Right? The whole thing in her backpack. Like, yo, you pick up on the clues, baby. I'll get off the goddamn radio going off. Yo, go listen to what they talking about. You can be in this shit. Yeah. And then when they brought the whole congressman to talk to Troy, like, look, we have set this path for your ass, and you is fucking up. Mm-hmm. Then he had to say, wait a minute. He had to take a look. Yeah. When his dad hit that blood, though, bruh, yeah. I was here for it. Yeah. I was here for it. That's a bonding moment. That's man. a bonding This weak ass shit you smoking, nigga. Damn, I'm not even getting off this skunk. This skunk weed. <laughs> That's the half and half, daddy, too. <laughs> That's that motherfucker. How high, daddy? <laughs> nah, how, yeah, what's that? Yeah, I'm yeah. High. I watched uh, it today. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I like the way you know they brought the whole incident from the first season. How uh, Reggie got the gun put on by the police officer. Oh yeah. And then they showed how uh, Troy's dad, the dean, was really Resolved it. was was really trying to coach and guide this young man who went through a traumatic <clears throat> incident. Right. That. There's ways to, you gotta play the game. You gotta play it. You can't just go out there and just be like, you know, balls to wall. You gotta be. It's a process. It's a process. And you don't want him to jump off the deep end off the a situation that another person brought to him. And I like that he had somebody in his life to guide him that way. Right. Right. You know, and that's in in a, a predominantly white institution. Right. Normally, you wouldn't have nobody like that. I think he it, it shows speak up for him. Yeah, because he he's a black man who's established and he has some right. credibility. He he made his way in a in a like a upper echelon position. Uh huh. He still took time to coach his young man that look, this how life works. I need you to you know this how you need to. This is how you operate in this system. You need to work in this type of way. Like, if nobody was there for him, this man would have did something dumb, Mm -hmm. and now he he is statistic or he in jail. Right. And I I enjoyed the parallel of that also. The parallel. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) Go ahead. We're talking about for shows now. You know, I'm here for it, baby. I I love the fact that when I watch the show, then I go back and I, I use actually my college vocabulary <laughs> and I act like I got some sense. I was writing, it was so many words I was trying to sound like, damn, I ain't used these words in so long. I don't even know how to spell them properly. Spell check was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the parallel of how Troy said, you you helped uh, my boy out so much. You mm-hmm. was his ear, you was his friend, you guided him. You was, but when you came to me, my son, your son, you you didn't do this for right. me. I don't know this motherfucker you describing to me. I, I don't know this father figure like that. I wish I had this father figure like that. And I get that falling into the, 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 the both worlds. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to play dumb like my dad is not a high yellow uh, prominent black man in this community. Right. So I felt the parallel in that so much. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I know how to operate in this white society. Mm-hmm. I know how to operate in this black society. But to manifest that power, to use that everyone listens to you, no matter how they may feel or your, your delivery or not, they listen. Mm-hmm. And how are you using that gift? How are you using that power? So when they showed him the beginnings of he tried to do stand-up for one thing, stand-up of all things, you know, resonated with me because... 
it goes for so raw. You can be raw. But what are you saying? What is your point of view? Yeah. And when he came back and showed himself and left himself vulnerable and raw out there, it got to the real the root of himself. And his dad came around and it was just I enjoyed that movement right there. That was that was a real dope movement that happened in that scene for me. I mean, it's the it's the fact that Troy has been privileged from his father. Privileged his whole motherfucker life. Privileged from his father's, you know, right. accomplishment. So Troy doesn't need that talk, right? Because Troy wasn't wasn't raised or he didn't have he he didn't have to uh, deal with both sides. Right. He's been in that position his whole life. But this young man who might not who doesn't experience the other side needs right. that guidance. Right. And the guidance he needed. You know, he went about it the wrong way to get it, but the guidance he needed, it was, it was like, I got it. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I still got to give the pop, father props because he did the best he knew how yeah. with what he had. And he tried to give his son the best of everything. And at the root of it, at the end of the day, it's not about what you give them as far as material things and what you provide for them. It's about that wisdom that you impart on them. Well, Troy had his whole path laid out for him. Like lay everything. Everything laid out. He didn't for know him. what to do with it. It wasn't it wasn't no point of him to guide him, but I already, I already laid up the blueprint for you. And all that's you what he go. thought. Yeah, so all you gotta do is do what I laid out for you. Now Reggie right. is a whole different being. Like he has right. a situation. Completely different. Yeah, so this young black man needs right. guidance or, or find his way or work through this thing. Right. I need to help him out. But Troy, you don't need that. I gave that to right. you. I think this season also was one of those things where you get to realize that Troy's father was not an Uncle Tom. Right. Like everybody was under an impression because of the previous roles he played that oh he just playing Uncle Tom role. No, nope, no, nope, hold up. He yeah. not playing Uncle Tom role. He playing his position. He playing the game. That he carved himself to even get there. Yeah. And cause and the, the redemption of it was when he got to go fire the police officer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't let that damn dog hit you on your way out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was his redemption. That was his He's like, I'm not that Uncle Tom nigga. Because when he walked in, what's funny? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody shut the fuck down. Yeah, you he was know? like, yeah, we got to watch them because they got might be ruly. Who, right. who was them? Who you think we talking who, about? Who was them? Who the fuck is you talking about? Yeah. And, you know, it still was a reminder, though. He said, well, I'm, my brother's still going to take care of me. You better watch your speed on your way home. Ah, see? Yeah, I got a job that, in the state. Yeah, that father lets me know why I'm firing your bitch ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whenever you get through. And that's a play on the whole, uh, the police shootings, they get fired, but they get right. hired. They get another, hired right back. Yeah. You know, like that chick did. Yeah. Get hired right back in a new job, new position. Like, this motherfucker ain't never killed somebody or threatened to kill somebody. Yeah. So, I think, you know, I, I'm a fan of uh, dear white people. Me too. So I and it, it it's it's like a inspiration of the show that we do. You know, it, it brings up situations that matter. You know, right. So I think they did a great job. Right. What you think about uh, when Samantha went to go read to uh, what's her character, Christina Milian's character? 
uh, the she was the radio yeah. host, Ricky. Yeah. Uh, she said, I set up to read Ricky. Ricky was ready. Yeah. Ricky said, look, bitch, I've been here before. I've been you. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's it's not, not the first game you You're not want. the first person that came to me about this shit. Right. You think you're the first? Yeah. <laughs> bitch, I'll do this. But I think, I think that... It was a needed conversation, too. Yeah, because, I mean, because she saw herself in Sam. Like, right. I know what you're going to say. I, I know what you do. I listen to your show. All right. I'm a fan of you. Yeah, I know what you do. Um, but this is this is how this game goes. Right. I'm gonna sprinkle you real real quick. Right. Did you see the Al uh Woo? <laughs> yeah, on the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coke Olden then drop the Coke drop the Al on that bitch. The little vegetable platter. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so a, I, I enjoyed that that whole that whole dynamic and that that scene. I enjoyed it too, cause she was like Ricky was like, "You ain't gonna tell me shit. I don't already know, baby." Yeah, I, I know this game. I know what I'm doing. Right. I know how you come, how you feel about me. Right. But let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing the same thing your principal does. I'm playing the game. Yeah. I'm putting myself in a position to be in my own empire. So when you get here in my position, right. Look back and be like, I told you. Right. And I can't. Honestly, my hearts of hearts, I can't trip on people that play the game their way. Yeah. And, you know, hey. So would you be mad at Stacey Dash then? At the end of the day, you really can't be mad, but you mad at it from your people's perspective. Yeah. But that's her work. That's her lane. Yeah. That's what she doing. What she eat is not going to make me shit. Yeah. At the end of the day. I got that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What she's doing it's not going to, you know, it's not going to change nothing for me per se. But she could be a voice of change. Yeah. But, again, it's the way you use and choose to use your platform that's bestowed upon you. Yeah. And that's what it really boils down to. I think that's what they were speaking on. Because when they opened up that crowd and the crowd all black. Yeah. Oh. You got to face this. You got to face this. Yeah. You can throw that whole goddamn speech out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we here. Oh, the twist one. Coco fucking with that white boy though. Did not see that one coming. That was a power move. She she did all she, she did that to, to after get, the abortion to get all the black people in there. Like they worked right. together. You know they worked together. I I mean I'm a fan. I'm a fan of yeah. They 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 doing that. They did that. One. Yeah. yeah, that one that one had lots of plot twists and turns. The Mexican knew it was the right wing. Oh my God. Silvio. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it was So crazy. go watch Dear White People. Oh. If you well, haven't, go catch up on Dear White People. I'm sorry. I ruined a lot of it shit for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you know how we it's do still, it. It's still going to be dope, though. It's still going to be dope. You're going to watch it and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. You ain't going to remember these characters' names. Uh, so I watched um, The West Wing, uh, still going on. Uh, you I mean, mean Westworld? Westworld, yeah. Westworld. West Wing did cancel a long time ago. Westworld. It used to go hard, though. I used to watch West Wing. Um, and I'm still confused on Westworld. Um, it's it's really, it's building. It's still giving the, the, the past and the future and what's going on currently. And it, just, it bounces back and forth. So eventually, I guess it's going to all come to a head. Right. I look to you for guidance for this show. And you don't know. I, I didn't watch it. Cause really, I was just gonna come up your house and watch it. Like, let's watch it, and so you can tell me what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Cause I know you ain't shit else to do anyway. <laughs> but binge watch shows. 
Yeah, I've, that's all I've been doing all last <laughs> last couple of days. So, but hey, I, man, I'm hey. just I'm just not. Uh, I mean, it's it's dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a lot of scenes that's that's just like that shit crazy, but I'm still lost. So okay, I hope it I hope it makes it's sense. Questions, yeah, still. it's it's still it's bouncing everywhere. Okay, uh, for the, for my NCIS watchers, we see what's going on with Abby. I didn't see this week's episode, so I don't have the latest update for you. But I do have one show to update you on that I think y'all should really check out. And you can go catch up on it, but Blackish. Blackish really is just such a damn dope show. <clears throat> and the subject matter they're dealing with right now is just so true and so real to everybody's everyday lives. It's, uh, you know, everybody goes through it. You know, everybody has to figure it out when you come to love and making the family work. And the, what they're going through right now, I think it's just so dope. And it just speaks to the our community and just not, not just ours, but everybody. Because <clears throat> making love work is hard as fuck. So it's it's really dope, uh, serious, and the way they tackle it and the way they go at it, from even comedy to go right back to seriousness. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want everybody to take an honest look at Blackish. That's a dope show for real. I don't don't get caught up on the time. name because it's Blackish. It's just stating uh stating the same like we do on this show. It's just stating obvious truths yeah. that we choose to ignore. Ooh, that's good. Mm. Mm. Write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Obvious truths that we choose to ignore. Put that on a t shirt. You know what I'm saying? Write that down. That might be the <laughs> the show title. <laughs> uh so Atlanta. You watch Atlanta? You know I watched Atlanta. Can we talk about it? How do you feel about it? Um, That's what we're here to do. Uh, okay. So we did a flash. It's a flashback episode. Yeah. And then went back to an era where FUBU. Yeah. Everybody was rocking FUBUs and shit. I didn't even, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm a late flash, fashion boomer. Mm-hmm. So even when I rocked it, it was a little late, but it was still on time. Mm-hmm. It was like, ah, okay, we see what you're doing. So I wasn't a, a big football head, but I had some nice pieces. Right. But it was so serious, you come to school for some reason with fake shit. Like, these niggas got money. Yeah. It's so crazy. The whole, the whole, the, the thought of the show. And the writing behind it was so real. I enjoyed it so much. What did you think of it? Uh, I think it touched on a lot of situations that, you, especially growing up, like you know, I I, I wouldn't, I didn't know I was broke until uh, I got <laughs> into like the sixth, seventh grade. Right. You know? So whatever I was rocking, I was just rocking until you know labels became a, a issue. So I I, you know, experienced that. You know, let me check your tag. You know, uh-huh. that shit's fake. You know, uh-huh. I was I was rocking Payless shoes to the seventh grade. Boy, know? I had them kangaroo George. You couldn't tell me yeah, shit, nigga. So I had pockets in my shoes. Fuck you talking. I'm about. wearing a tack force. You know, not air <laughs> you know force. You know, so this sound like I got a squad behind me. Your yeah. shit don't. Yeah, so it, it, it <laughs> labels mean a lot when you when in school. Kids are cruel, and you know him rocking something fake. It just being scared that people going to roast them about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, I, I rocked fake shit for a long time, you know. So well, I think uh, we could afford. Right. So it I mean I think the episode was necessary. It it, it touched on bullying, it touched mm-hmm. on suicide, it touched on Right. You know, like just the like label whores and you know, just people just right. roasting. So right. you know, once again, you know, Donald And community dynamics jewels. was just so true. Like a lot of I think that young man could have been saved. And it wouldn't even been an issue if they if it, if they just had a little more self esteem and not worried about it. like yo and we rocking fubu what the fuck y'all gonna do yeah but it wasn't that it was it, the image was if you ain't rocking that new shit you wait and you got even the little broke chicks talking about uh, Erica don't rock with no or broke niggas or rocking fake shit like what the fuck Erica doing right <laughs> like this bitch got a job. Right. This bitch waiting to catch the same bus we trying to catch. And I just think, well, we was talking the other day, I think yesterday was over here, we, we, me and Busy had a whole conversation about FUBU. Like, it was such a good time back when Platinum FUBU was rocking. Oh, my God, it was an awesome time. It was a good time because, you know, we had, you know, Fat Albert on, on, on right. clothes, you know. It, we had pride in our... Uh, our target. I know it wasn't the same as your dashiki back in the day, but for us, because we knew it was for us by us, yeah, we had pride behind it. Yeah, Fubu Fubu was ahead of his time as far as like it was a culture. Like mm-hmm. you 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 match you match your fucking uh, platinum Fubu jeans with the fat Albert with the sweater, right? You know, it's it was just something you want to strive to, and it was for us, you know. I By think it was a, it was a good time as far as fashion. Right. Um, that was a. It was, it didn't, I I didn't have enough money to be involved with it, but I I raised enough money to buy a platinum something. Uh huh. You know. Uh-huh. So everybody had some. It was I think a good I still time. got some football back in there. Man, if I if I find a, a vintage version of some damn Fat Albert uh, platinum football jeans, I'm a cop them. I'm a rock them. <laughs> Just because you know, for the culture, it's like the it's like the cross colors of our generation. For the culture, one time for the one time, yeah. you got to. Yeah, so Leno's dope, man. He does his thing. You see the Saturday Night Live. I was uh, about to talk about that next since we talking about uh, Donna Glove. Yeah. Uh, so you you Saturday Night Live? You watched it? Yeah. The whole thing? Yeah. So enjoyed it. Uh, he had so many. Jokes in there that just hit home. The Kanye thing was heavily touched. Yeah, on. Kanye was funny though. The that Kanye, Kanye shit was. You could tell funny. Donald had his hand on the writing of that. Like right. The way he, the way the the, the scenes were approached. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. I really right. Don't. At only, all. Only reason I watched it because Angel was like, "Your shit funny. You ain't watched it yet. You gotta watch so it." So like, if Angel says funny, fuck it, it's funny. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna so, watch it. It was funny. Uh, I think that you know he touched on things that he does on his show, uh-huh. how he approaches it. That Kanye shit was funny to me. Right. Um, I liked the way they had Kel in that motherfucker. The whole thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was all black the whole show on the slick. Yeah. And I, I could tell that Adonis, he he had part in that writing for real. Yeah. Because even with the uh, Jurassic Park, <laughs> to the to the don't say. Kanye West, don't say Kanye name too loud. They was getting snatched in the children of the cornfield. Yeah. And then the poopity scoop, poopity scoop. He said poopity scoop. It, it, it all kind of led up, and I'm going to make this segue to the music segment at the same time. It kind of all led up to his music video that just debuted. Yeah. Shout out to Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, though, yeah. in the music. Childish Childish Gambino on his new single, This Is America. 
Yeah. Cause like the whole for me, the Saturday Night Live, it was like a um a prelude to the uh to the debut of this video. Right. Cause Where everything that he talked about on Saturday Night Live, the distractions, the symbolisms, the the little shit, the foreshadowing, it all was into that music video. Yeah. And it was so fucking dope. I think the timing is just amazing. The timing for that music video was so amazing. So dope. There were so many elements and keys that were selling there. The the white horse leading the police force. The, him running in the dark. Him shooting the choir. Him shooting the man that was supposed to be a prisoner to his own self. It was so much in there that it was just given as we as a black people you didn't recognize that if you was just distracted by his dancing and his old man body it was yeah. so many things that you lost now true funny as fuck that old man body is crazy i swear to god if you shoot me in that pose i'm gonna ask god for a redo but the symbolism and things that he brought was so dope i loved it yeah, I, I think that uh, he he uh, he touched on so much that we, I had to watch like four or five times, and uh -huh. I re I retweeted a, a a thread that broke down all the symbolism that he had in the video. Right, uh, and there's so much in there that you don't catch if you're just watching it. Right, you know, saying like it's one of those things like I know you're trying to tell me something. What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to say? And then when it breaks it down, you know, I like the the, the everything Twitter, from the Richard Pryor the reference. Think piece people. Right, you, you know, know you got the smarties. Yeah, so it's just so much in one video right. that, you know. From the Jim Crow to the Richard Prize to the church shootings, it was just so much. Yeah, like when he shoots somebody, somebody come and just grab the gun from him in a little cloth, but they drag the body off like it ain't shit. It like, ain't you know, like the gun control, like how America just so. This is America. They just love their guns so much. Fuck them dead people. Right, doesn't it? I want to cherish Niggas die guns. every day, B. Right. I got to cherish this gun first. I shoot up a whole choir. Come take this gun. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out to Donald Glove. He's just, he just on fire right now. And don't get caught up. I know you hotel motherfuckers. Oh, he preaching for black people, but he married to a white woman. And the fuck they got doing anything if somebody is actually speaking your truth and trying to defend your motherfucking raggedy ass why don't you let them right why don't you let them quit getting off of everything's not politically exactly the way you want it to be and nice in a pretty little box right. this is life ain't nothing shit in this life that's gonna come in a pretty little box except a motherfucking me bomb and that's it <laughs> you don't want that Right, yeah, I'm I'm not even caught up on that. I don't I don't give a fuck about that. Right, y'all tripping over that. Y'all tripping over some bullshit, man. I I really want to talk about y'all. I got time today, cause but this all I'm gonna give you attention for. Stop that shit. Stop every time a black man says something dope and says something meaningful and is speaking up on behalf of the black community. Stop going digging in this person's life and mad, cause. The particular woman that he loves is of a different ethnicity. I think to be in tune with your own and be able to speak on it, that should be enough credit that you need. It's a real fucking problem that somebody and not your black ass is not speaking up on. So why not somebody? Right. Jesus, let it go. This is their personal life. What we what they eat is not gonna make us shit. But what I what they speak about could at least have us give us something to think about. That's all we want. That's all you should be looking for. Yeah, Charles Gambino said he retired 
but I like he got another album coming out. So oh, he I'm know here. another I'm album coming it. out. Hell yeah, got to. I'm here for it. And I love the African drums and the African melody undertones. It was so beautiful. Oh my god. Yeah, he did the African dances in there. And shit. Oh my god, that shit was beautiful, bro. Saturday Night Live performance was beautiful. It was. It's just the when you get that when right before the choir got shot and he brought the choir in and they was singing that. Oh, no, no, no. That shit was like, oh, I'm feeling this shit. Made me want to go visit somewhere for him. You know what I'm saying? Really? Go to Ghana. Mm. So pretty. <laughs> I heard Ghana's nice. So no, Kino want to go to Ghana. Kino been talking about going to Ghana for a long time. So. Did not see that one coming. It's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an option. If you want to go back to the motherland, guess who? On. Guess who get a gold star in his speech today? Oh, you! Thank you. He did very well. <laughs> like wow! Yeah. Like, like yeah. yeah. I'm like here for you. Yeah, her Ghana's nice, man. King up been talking is. about going to Ghana for like the last year, so yeah, it's great. You know, I'm here you can work hard there. You know, volunteers. A lot of people that need you. Oh, I mean, I don't know about all that. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, service, and it's a beautiful place. And yeah. don't think Africa is all just village and monkeys. I mean, they have full culture. They have a whole, like, thriving culture in cities and shit. They should have just shaved the rest of his head, too. Anyway. Sorry, we can't watch TV. I want to send time. a special uh, RIP out to Big T. Now, for those that don't know, Big T is the uh, the Houston rapper. We going to music now? Are we are we done with TV? What you watch? We going to music. I thought you was talking about Uncle T's. No. I was like, not nah, Uncle T's. Big T. Big T. Okay. Big T. If uh, you know, wanna be a baller, shot caller, nigga. That's like a uh, how to catch a text in me. You yeah. remember I said, JC, he said, 25 lighters on my dresser. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> God damn right. Yeah. <laughs> so he was the hook king, man. Like, Big T passed away from a heart attack. Damn, Big T. Uh, he was working on a new album with Lil Flip. Damn, Lil uh, Flip. So he he passed away. And, you know, that motherfucker wanted to be a ball. Like, Big T was a big staple in the Houston movement. Hell yeah. Um, Shout out, Big T. So R.I.P. Big T. You know he did. Fucked with Big T heavy. Yeah, he was a, uh, he was he was in the mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so wanna be a baller, shot caller. R.I.P. Bro. Twenty inch game. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to bump that shit out the next commercial break on your dog. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, Big T. Let me see. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Music news. Royce five nine. Oh, I saw your post today. He dropped the album called uh, Book of Ryan. And I'm a Royce 5'9 fan. I think this is one of his most introspective albums. Like, he really gave you his history as far as how his life, you know, his deal with uh, alcoholism and his parents and his growing up as kids. He brought up his brothers and shit. Yeah, I should go listen to Royce 5'9 Renegade verse. It was the hidden verse that never aired. Royce Five Nine is a beast. It went so fucking hard. Royce Nine was the original person on that Renegade song before JC, and that shit went hard. Well, he gave that he Eminem made that beat for Jay Z. 
Right. And he gave it to Royce because he respected him enough as an artist to give it respect. But he made that actual that beat for a whole. Right. But Royce is such a beast that, you know, I'm, I'm, I want you to fuck with it and see what you can do. See what you can do with it. And yeah. he killed it. Yeah. Royce Fadon is, is an animal. Right. He, and he, he touched on the fact that, you know, how, how as far he's not as big as he want to be and him dealing with industry and alcoholism and, you know, his family. I, you know, I, I, I tip my hat to the man. Right. You know, this shit, this shit is dope. He had J. Cole on it, which was dope. It it, it it talked about him family and, you know, his father beating his his mother. It's just it's just a, dope a, a real dope. Speaking and of you J. Bring Cole, it to his did life. you see his dates? I'm in that bitch. September twelfth. Yeah. Little J, J. Cole got a uh, KOD tour going on. With Young Thug. With Young Thug. Um I hope they ain't the Metroplex. No, it's gonna be a Verizon. Oh, I'm in that thing then. Yeah, I'm not doing Metroplex. I'm not. So, I mean, yeah, Verizon, I'm in that bitch. Don't judge me, people. I'm a little bougie. I don't have no problems with it. No, Metroplex last year, when I talked about Metroplex, and y'all came for me about, oh, yeah, motherfuckers don't appreciate shit coming to Little Rock and these big artists coming down y'all don't support. No, Metroplex is bullshit. As far it's as J. Cole. J. Cole, So I'm no. not doing that. And then when y'all went, y'all complained the whole fucking time. Right. Because it's not it's not built for that. Y'all was in line for three hours trying to get in. It was hot. There's no AC. You couldn't Mm-mm. sit down. No, fuck y'all. No, I'm not. you are not going to talk shit about me. I'm not. I not know how this thing goes. So I will be bougie, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so he going to be in the, in the Verizon, so I'm, I'm going to be in that bitch. I'm in that thing. Yeah. Uh, y'all thug. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess that's to bring the younger crowd out. Hey, right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm in there. I go. I got time to go get my drinks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to have provide liquor. Yeah. It's going to be food. You know what I'm saying? That's my time to go to the concession stand. And that's my time to be get drunk in the car. You know what I'm saying? For real. So, I have a ticket. You can, I, I can go to my car freely. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? It's okay. Yeah. And so, I'm going to get a great parking spot. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in that bitch. I'm in that thing. Well, he had uh, he had J Cole on that. J Cole dropped a dope ass verse on that. He had uh, Jada Kiss and Fabulous on there. Oh, you saw me with Jada Kiss. And he's that's my nigga right there. And that shows you the the level of Royce Five Nine. He got these elite rappers on his album, right? Uh, So I salute this man. He did dope ass. I listened to it three times today. I like to give a good. I mean, I fucks with him. Fucks with him. So I like to give a good review on that one. Uh, listen to Wale. He had a, a little EP or whatever it's called, a little four track drop he did today. I need to um, check that out. I'm a Wale fan. I'm probably one of the last only Wale fans. I still listen to the Love Hate thing whenever I'm going through some shit. And that thing just resonates with me every time. Because I'm a Wale fan. Yeah, Wale gets down. I, I, is it dope? Is How does it sound? It's called self-promotion. You know he dropped like a four-track thing like three weeks, four weeks ago? I did not. I talked about it on the show about four weeks ago. And then he dropped this one. So hopefully he dropped an album coming up. But right. it's pretty dope. I mean, he taught, He had a song called uh, Salary Cap, mm-hmm. K-A-E-P. Oh, I like have this. I lied to the quick. Yeah, yeah I was and listening to that. That was dope. Uh, you know, he always been a voice for like black communities and you right. know shit that's going on. So it's called salary cap as far as the Kaepernick thing. How know. do you feel about his latest comments as far as um, if he was light skinned, he would sell more? Who said that? Wale. 
I hear that. I, it, know that. I, I probably abridged it and made it simpler. Okay. But he was saying that if you notice, uh, light skinned rappers uh, actually saying the same thing I say, sell more. He said a lot of people don't appreciate me because of my complexion. That can't be true because cause Kendrick the same tone, bro. Same tone. Like you can't you're not you're not dark skinned, but you're not right. like you and Kendrick the same, you know, the same tone. You can't say that. You got somebody that's that's your complexion doing doing the same thing. Yeah. So no, I don't. I can't. You can't do that, Wale. I think that I think they give shit to Wale because he he pushes the the woman agenda a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he makes songs for females. Right. And that's the same thing that they like, fabulous had to go through because all his singles were for women. So it's like you going for that angle. Right. So they don't respect you. On that level, and he's very emotional. Like he's he's, he's very, very emotional on yeah. his sleeves, and he goes off. And he but attacks. technically, he's following that Tupac formula, he make the music for the bitches. The bitches buy the niggas gonna buy. When he, I think it's a lot of times when he, when he's doing that. That's Tupac didn't do that though. Tupac did. didn't do that. Tupac did. Tupac. Tupac put, quoted on this shit saying that. No, Wale does it like I'm. I'm. This is songs women like. Tupac made songs to empower women, like "Keep Your Head Up," "Brenda's Got a Baby," like those. Those shit w- wasn't like I'm trolling women. It was like, right. yo, I, I, look, you need to hear this shit. Right. Tupac has songs that's like I get around. I'm fucking bitches. Like <laughs> it's not the same formula. Like Fabulous made songs for women. Like right. Wale makes songs for women. Tupac made songs of power women, and he's still like, I fuck bitches in here too. So, <laughs> you know, it's, don't Tupac, get it twisted. Tupac was a complex individual. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I think the still, the trend is there. The the format was set for, for he said that shit. No, nah, no, nah, I, I won't let you that. You can't have that. I'm going to take it. You can't have that. I'm going to have that. No. It's true. It's not. It's not true. It's true. It's not true. It's true. You can't say you can't say Tupac made songs for women because the songs Tupac put out weren't always for women. They weren't not always. But the songs but, that Fabulous put out was strictly for women. The songs right. Wale put out his singles they, for they women. They took his quote that he said and 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 made sure they made uh, songs for women though. That's all I'm saying. He said it in an interview. You make songs for the bitches. Yeah, and then and the bitches gonna buy it. The niggas gonna buy it. But Pac didn't just make songs for women. Though. He did not, but he did to the point where he said that statement is so true. Though you can't tell me if a chick if you go to a house party right now and you play a song that the bitches love. I don't give a fuck what that song is. Niggas gonna be in there gonna be happy. Cause the bitches in there, excuse me, the ladies in there. And the well, you chicks, didn't say 17 bitches already. I said 17 bitches, but I'm trying to do better at life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But the chicks, as long as the chicks is happy, dudes is gonna be happy too. They gonna buy that track because they know the chicks is gonna uh, turn up to it. That's standard blueprint, like Ho said. That's blueprint. That's all I'm saying, though. But your blueprint—that's not the whole blueprint. You only got one page of the whole blueprint. I'm like, s- but their whole that whole blueprint is making songs for women. 
And that's what you put in that category is making songs for women. Tupac didn't just make songs for women. He made songs about everything, like social he made issues. Songs about you know what everything. I'm saying? Fucking hoes making money like that. But that was one page of his blueprint that they took and ran with. That's it. not the blueprint. That's not the whole blueprint. But that's, that's one page of it. Yeah, that's why they you put, did that's, take that's it and run you, with it, a, though. That's why you get put in that category. Well, we, we didn't so, say it was perfect. So, we just say I'm just telling you. So Wale can't say because he dark skinned that he he didn't. Well, make that's it. a whole different issue. No, it's the same issue because you saying he, he said he, he he because his skin complexion is why he. The ain't first question much. was how do you feel about you know what I'm saying him saying that right but when you brought it up that he does make me, I was like he was following that first page of that blueprint right so you saying you dark skinned me you ain't, you, ain't, you ain't as big as light skinned people right. You can't say that because you got a, a counterpart, Kendrick Lamar, at the same tone doing as the the numbers or we're big. agreeing on the same thing, which is two different subjects. We're not agreeing. I'm telling you that we're not agreeing. We are. We're not agreeing. We're because saying the same thing. It's just two different subjects. First subject was when he stated the statement that uh, he's not selling as much because you know he's, he's dark skin. Right. That's one thing. False. But <laughs> false. But then pause. But then the next not statement. False. Oh yeah, pause. I thought you said pause. No, I said pause. Oh, you, you know, pronounce your syllable. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. But the second conversation was right while we was talking about it mm -hmm. was that he followed that blueprint when he was talking about he made uh, music for women. Yeah, and it was that I just made the comment of that Tupac gave them that one page of that blueprint. I can't give you that though. I can't give you, you go that. Go back and listen to what we talking about. I know what we talking about. Okay, so that that. If you look at Tupac's blueprint, and you you, you compare that to I said Wale's that one page of their blueprint, that's not the blueprint. That's you literally said they just took one page. I said yes, they took that one page and they ran. with That's it. why they're in that category. That's why. And I'm that. agreeing with you. Okay, let's move on. Fuck out your feet. Let's move on because you 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 can't do both. You can't do both. You can't do both. Do both of what? You can't do both as far as saying that. If if he has he making songs for women just like Tupac, Tupac didn't make songs just for women. He made songs about everything. But them two artists I mentioned, Wale and Fabulous, singles were directed towards women. That's not the blueprint. I get that. Yeah, so you can't do both. They took one page of that blueprint. You made the comparison. Oh my God! You, <laughs> you just gonna cut me off that list? You made the comparison, bro. You made a comparison. You brought you brought you brought Pac up in this conversation. I said they took that Pac statement, yeah. make the songs for the bitches, yeah. and they ran with it, agreeing with the statement that you just made. Mm -hmm. right. You know what? What you're not gonna do is look up at the ceiling yeah. while I'm talking to you because <laughs> you're not listening. I'm listening. You're to not you, actively listening. I'm <laughs> You're right. You're, you're right. You're really not. I'm deflecting. You're deflecting and not making eye contact. And yeah. I'm talking to you. Okay. I'm agreeing with the fuck what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. 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 We're going to move on. Yeah, let's agree to disagree. Let's just agree to disagree. You can't bring Pac up in this conversation. Bro. Oh, my God. You cannot. We're not you know what? I'm Comment gonna... section. Y'all talk about this shit. I'm not going to allow it. Y'all talk about the shit comment section. I'm not going to If y'all hear this shit honestly and y'all understand what we're saying, 
because we probably both mishearing each other at this point. <laughs> it's like Republicans and Democrats talking. It's like that, and we're not listening. It's like that video. Actively it's to like each that other. video. It's like uh, that cartoon. The chick was like, "You want me to come over? Yeah, come over. Come over. But do you want me to come, come, come over? over? Yeah, I, I want said, you to. I, I want you to come over. But I want you to want me to come <laughs> over. <laughs> it's like I just said, I, I want, want you, you to, to come, come over. over. <laughs> But you're not wanting wanting me to come home. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what that is. It happens so fast. Yeah. You gotta understand when a, a, a failure to communicate breaks down sometimes too. <laughs> Shit. All right. Any other uh, music news? I listened to. Uh, damn, who these motherfuckers are? Let me. I don't want to. I don't really know their name. Smurder. Oh, Somebody told me to listen. To, uh, Ray Smurder. Ray Smurder. Ray Smurder. Yeah. So they got an album that dropped, right? I, I hate to say this about Ray Smurder, but I, I, I can't even props. Them little motherfuckers got hooks and beats. Yo, them motherfuckers get down. That's a team with a little mom. Them motherfuckers got hooks and beats for days. And he he be, he gives away. They give away songs. like Free. They, they, they got it. They, they gave away that Janine Aiko. The sativa shit, they had to. They just give away shit. But these motherfuckers dropped an album called SR3MM. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But it's like three albums. It's like three, three, it's a three disc track. Damn. A three disc track in a 2018. Ain't, no, ain't nobody doing that no more. Ain't nobody doing that shit. Like motherfuckers dropped 10 album tracks. Right. That's 12 albums at the most. At the most. They dropped three And them discs. songs two minutes long. They dropped three discs on the ass. You know, I listened to like the first one and like I It's like Chris Brown shit. He's like, I'm so tired. Exactly. It's a marathon. <laughs> shit. And it it kind of lowers me to sleep. Like it's just it's just a it's just a it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to the whole thing, so I can't give you a whole critique on it though, but it's a long ass fucking it's album. It's a long album. It's a long album. Uh, I wasn't mad at it. I liked what they doing. Um, I don't know. I think you know him. The, you know, they try to compare them to the Migos. I think they're a level of above the Migos as far as the vibe they're trying to do. Um, I gotta agree with you on that one. Bro. They they a level ahead of that, but uh, I ain't listened to the whole thing. It's a long ass fucking album. I know everybody a Migos fan and and whatnot, but. I'm not as big as Amigos fan, and that like I'm not on that train. Yeah, uh, I mean I give them props when you know they do drop something good, but I'm just not a Amigos fan. I'm not a Ray Smarters fan per se either. Me neither. But Ray Smarty will give you a motherfucking catchy hook, catchy tune, and it's actually like it's it's it's, it's on par with some good shit. Yeah, like they rapping and shit. Nah, bro. I'm really not here for it. But they give you a motherfucker catch a hook in a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they gonna give you a fire ass beat that you ain't heard from in a while. They give you the beats like Timberland used to give back in the day. Yeah. And you know it's creative. It's different. They use something else to be the melody and stuff. You know, like you remember? You remember Timberland used a baby to hold down the rhythm, the uh, the high beat. <laughs> a whole ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> on that Leah song, mm. uh, Are You That Somebody? 
Really? Yeah, it's a baby holding, oh, yeah, holding down the high, high note. Yeah. You know, use the baby as your hi-hat. <laughs> like, come on, man. That shit is creative as fuck. Yeah. And that's what they that's what they do with the songs that I like. Yeah. And so that's why I, I, I got to give them that step above uh, the Migos. Yeah, they get down. Right. So I'm, I'm keep working on they that. They showed the fuck out of me that was on Saturday Night Live, by the way. It was a dope-ass scene, though. <laughs> they did. It was. That therapy scene was funny as fuck. That little bitch. Now, you're my bitch right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's touched on black people needed to go to therapy. Black people go to we therapy. We really do, people. We, we went through too much not to Oh, my God. Uh, that speaks to uh, a conversation that's going on right now uh around social media uh that black people social uh suffer from p uh p ptsd uh mm-hmm. syndrome That's you know? facts. yeah uh i really do believe it's true it has to be it has to be how can you not see your friend die and not in the streets these local streets every day and not suffer from that in some form way or fashion and you, you didn't know what the fuck it was or how to diagnose it. you just like, I'm sad. It's just grief. Well, just imagine you ride around and the police get behind you and you clutch up. You scared as fuck. You ain't done shit. Not a goddamn thing. But you get tight, tension up. You put your seatbelt on, right? You turn the music down. You motherfucking use your blinkers like you just you just in a fucking phase program. Yeah, so it's it's a whole it's a whole process. Like right. you know, black people, we need to go to therapy. We really do. It's it is nothing therapy. wrong with the people. Yeah, it is nothing wrong. All it is, check it out. You know how you spend all this money fucking with your friends, going out for brunches and drinking and getting fucked up together on the regular. Guess what? You can save all of that money. That you do to finally tell your friends how you feel when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. You can save all that money, spend a portion of it, and just go to somebody that will professionally tell you, yeah, you you okay for feeling fucked up about that. Mm-hmm. Here's the steps you need to do to help get over it. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy. And you'll feel like a burden off of it because this person's not here to judge you. They don't give a fuck about... You know what I'm saying? What you did before in your life, they just want to help you get be a better person. So, you know, please seek it out. It's okay. I think every adult over the age of 25 needs to cry at least three times if they actually had a good cry yet. Because <laughs> you holding a lot please of shit in right now. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are so motherfucking balled up tight in a fist. You are trying to relieve this uh, through either alcohol, through clouds, through sex, through motherfucking me just lying. I mean, it's all certain ways of people getting it out. That was the that's whole, not healthy. That was the whole premise of uh, J Cole's album K.O.D. Like kids on drugs. Facts. Like that's. There's different ways to uh, take care of the problems you're going through. Like, he's like, meditate, not medicate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, kids is on everything right now. Every fucking Just thing. Just to deal with shit they don't know they're dealing with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you, you can't approach these things by suppressing them with drugs. Right. You got you to gotta hit it head on. And that's what kids are doing these days. Like, life's so fucked up, they on every fucking thing right now. And speaking from a person that loves everything. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> Real talk, I, I I promise you, I do have a lot of more sobriety moments than you would believe. Uh, you really get in touch with yourself when you actually seeing the truth. That goes to the throwback to black at the beginning of the show. When you're seeing the true knowledge from a truth, it, it says a lot. You mm-hmm. learn a lot about yourself, and you have to do that. And it's, it's, it's hard. No one said it's going to be easy to truly know yourself, to truly be comfortable with yourself, and to forgive yourself takes all the courage, the strength in the world. And then to not only that, to learn, finally learn who you are and to grow from that, that takes the most courage. Yeah. Yeah, real talk. I, I give it up to anybody that's trying, especially if you're trying. Well, one more show I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I almost forgot about it, but uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, she has this new show on uh, Facebook Live, or isn't I don't know, the Facebook network that they have. It's called uh, Red Tabletops. Mm-hmm. It's her, her mother, and her daughter. And they're sitting up there and they're talking about real life stuff, real life issues. First episode, they're talking about Jada and her uh, reconciling and being friends with Will Smith's uh, first baby mom. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how the dynamic went. Like she talked, she, she called it up one time. She's like, You living in my house? Jada Pinkett told her, Well, bitch, it's my house now. She said that that boy, they wanted to fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Will, Will Smith was the one who promoted it. Will Smith was like, he promoted it. He looked back, he's like, I don't know if I really want this show to go farther. <laughs> <laughs> I love Will Smith's page. I live on Will Smith's Instagram page. Yeah. He, truly, he truly is living his best life right now. Yeah. But it's a dope show. Uh, it just goes along with the same message of, Telling you shit that you already know, but you hate to hear. You have to get to know yourself. You have to fall in love with yourself. Swear to God, until you fall in love with yourself, you're not going to have true love. Right. It's, it's going to be elusive like a motherfucker. But, yeah. Sorry. That was a TV show I missed. Any other music news? I'm sorry. I interrupted your statement. Um, yeah, Young Ho, Jay-Z, Sean Carter. Sean Carter? Um, he has been accused of dodging the SEC subpoena, subpoena of of testifying about the Rockaware uh, situation. Uh-huh. You know, he sold Rockaware in 2015 right. for about 204 million dollars. That's why Kanye went crazy. No, I'm kidding. I'm just bullshit, yeah. They subpoenaed him a couple times, and he failed to appear in court. So it looked mm. like they're coming for Young Hove. Jay-Z says that it's just, his lawyer said it's just a celebrity ghost chase, um, that his testimony does not affect the whole situation that whoever he sold to had got going on, but they're just trying to get him involved with it. Jay-Z got a tour coming up, and he's saying it's going to prohibit him from, you know, doing what he needs to do and costing a lot of people money. Mm-hmm. So, Jay-Z ain't going to court. And it's like, it's like they're coming to full hole, so... Another, you know. I wonder why he don't, though. Just knock it out the box. Be done with it. I mean, once you it's go to court, you're in court. In court. You stuck with it. Yeah, you got to pro- You got to go through the whole process not right. knowing how long it's going to take. Right, okay. And he has a tour coming up that he's not trying to affect. So I guess he's like, why y'all fuck with me, though? Yeah, he just got back cool with me. He's yeah. like, I don't need no distractions right now. God damn it. I'm building my family. Yeah. I got twins now, shit. I ain't got time for y'all motherfuckers. 
Yeah, so it's, it's not relevant to the to the case that they have, but well, I gotta testify because I I sold them out. I don't got nothing to do with what they got I going. I sold the shit. So yeah, they coming for Jay Z. Hope that it doesn't uh, get bigger than what it is. Is it true that Kanye and Dame Dash was doing was like working on a new project or something? I don't know. I hear that. Oh okay. I didn't hear that. Might just be two of the trolls. And tomorrow, Meek Mills. Uh, I keep him Meek Mills. Uh, Meek has an interview with Angie Martinez. Yo, it just dropped on title tonight. Tonight, yeah. Yeah, it just dropped. Okay, I don't know it's going to premiere tomorrow. So right, well, right. I guess it will be tonight, right? The time frame right now. Right, yeah, right, so right. I wish it would drop yesterday. I could watch it. We could talk about it. But Meek has an interview with yeah, Angie Martinez. It just so. dropped today. And he had a birthday last week. So happy birthday. Shout out. Happy birthday. And that's all the music I got, bro. That's what's up. Shout out to our music director, B.I. He sent us some new shit. Uh, I completely blame I'm something else because I trust him to listen to all the music. And, you know. What you blame me for? He dropped, He sent us, like, two tracks to listen to. And I talked about it. Oh, well, we did good. So why you blaming me? Because you miss it. I just want to blame you for anything right now. Okay, you got your laptop up? Yes. Okay, read. God damn, you're talking about blame me. I always got to blame on something I was, I, I was on it. Mm, turn up. Oh. Tired this nigga shit. So? You here, baby. You in this for life. <laughs> I think he's looking for a new co-host. So if you want to be a co-host on Power Lunch Yo, Hour, please send your resumes to powerlunchhour at gmail.com. ASAP. ASAP, man. I'm sick of this dude. <laughs> Shit. Tired of his shit. Tired of his shit, man. We gonna fight on air one of these days. I swear to God. Ain't gonna be a long fight. It sure will. I need to de- uh need to do it like the last day we used this equipment or something. <laughs> <laughs> this shit expensive, bro. I ain't that bad. I can drink some water and cold down right now. <laughs> this shit expensive. You <laughs> can't tell none of this shit. Bro. You know what, mama? Hold on. Let me drink this water. Okay, you know what? I'm not as mad. How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't really that mad anyway. I just wanted you to say hello when you walked in the door. <laughs> All right. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for Fix My Life. Dun, dun, dun. Dear Power Lunch Hour. Mm, let me adjust. Here we go. Dear Power Lunch Hour, I'm a married woman in my 30s. Ooh. My husband and I own a home which I have decorated to our taste with the expectation of, with the exception of, quote-unquote, my bathroom. My husband and I use separate bathrooms. Mine is the one on the main floor, which is, the, is also the one the guests use. Hmm. A few months ago, I purchased a large piece of art to hang in my bathroom. Adamantly, it is a bit pro- provocative, but I don't consider it to be over the top. My husband said he didn't care that I hung it. But when his father came to visit recently, he took it down and hid it. I didn't say anything, but I now feel he is embarrassed by my taste. I'm hosting a couple's baby shower in a few weeks, and one of the guests is very religious. My husband suggests I hang the artwork somewhere else or hide it for the party. I don't feel I should have to re- redecorate a room in my own home. I am being 
un- am I being unreasonable, or should I find a less provocative piece of art to hang in our, to hang for our more conservative guests? Signed, fine art lover. And it's a it's a piece of art. You being an artist, I knew you would appreciate this letter right in. So I really wanted your opinion on that. It depends on what you want to fight about. Like pick your battles. Like if the if his father came in and took it down because he felt some type of way about it, mm-hmm. and then your husband mentioned that you got some religious people coming over, it might be a little too much. Like your husband don't have a problem with it, but people that's coming over might have a problem with it. Just take it down for the for the event. Put it up later on. Like I don't mm-hmm. think you need to make it a a deal. Deal breaker. Like that piece of art doesn't define you. Right. Just like, okay, it might offend some people. Like it's you don't you don't play rap music in the church. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know where you at. I mean I'm not, they come to your house, but you know who your audience is. I don't think a piece of art is that big of a deal that you want to it's, it it doesn't it doesn't speak for you. Right. Just take it down when people leave. Put Especially it back if you're trying to impress people that's coming to your you house. You invited people to your house right. and you know they're you know, super religious and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like that. You don't want to make that a conversation piece. Right. Just, See, here's why you're probably my best friend. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You dial back. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. You had, like, my problem to you is like, fuck you. You at my house. I didn't want to host this little raggedy shit anyway. Right. You going to come to my grounds? You going to see these titties out. You know what I'm saying? You going to see this naked bitch in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, honestly, you probably right. Well, I'm saying like you don't want to like if you if you just like you know like if you smoke weed every day but you know right. somebody coming you know over, your mama coming your over your mama coming over you need to put that shit up you put the shit up right you you know right. just just out of you absolutely know, it's your house but same time right. you don't want to offend people that you invited over right I'm gonna put the weed up I'm I'm putting my best foot forward yeah right. you know what I'm right. saying I got some shit out that somebody might be offended of I'm gonna put that like you got a pit bull in your house you need to put it up put your fucking pit bull put up. your pit bull bill up. <laughs> Because some know, people might not be comfortable. It's going to bite them. You know what I'm saying? They not, might be comfortable with right. your pit bull sniffing on the ass. Right. You got to hold titties out the bathroom. So two hours later, right. bring your pit bull back bring out. Bring your pit bull out. It's all good. It's Nobody going to know the difference. It's not even You still got deal. your house. Nobody going to say shit. It's yeah. like, oh, nice. It's not. That, that piece of art is not like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's not going to be a break heart. It's not a deal. It's not, it's not a deal inter- break. It's not a deal. It's not a deal. Right. I don't it's, think he don't appreciate your taste. He get it. Yeah. But he just like, look, I don't want this whole conversation. Don't make it a conversation. Please don't make it a conversation. We don't have to make it a conversation. Yeah. All we got to do is put this up for a couple of hours. And we can bring it right back out when they leave. It's a piece of art. It's not like you got to paint. A, you got to right. take down a whole wall. Or something. I appreciate your art, baby. Yeah. But right now, I don't want this conversation in here. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. There's no reason to bring the pastor in while you got titties out while I take a <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's not his business. Now I got to defend you to the pastor. To the pastor. Yeah. It's not my fault. I don't want to do this. Yeah, I think he's being, he's being a little <clears throat> extra. I mean, he's not stifling your creativity or your, your point of view or how you mm-hmm. feel or express yourself. He's just like, look, just tone down for a second. Mm-hmm. We can live our life after this. I don't feel like talking to my daddy about titties. Yeah. So I hear the picture. Yeah. When he brought it back out, I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's okay. Yeah. So, Don't make it a big deal. Don't make it a big deal. Dear Power Lunch Hour, we invited friends over for dinner. Because they have toddlers who like to eat early, we started meal preparations accordingly. One hour before they were to arrive, 
The wife canceled because her daughter was cranky, quote-unquote. She said she wanted to reschedule for two days later. <clears throat> Since the food was already prepared, Fuck that. we now have leftovers that will last for days. Read that shit back up. <laughs> I don't want to go shopping again because I feel like she mm. already stood us up. Facts. And I know she can't host us for now because she lives with her parents. Mm -hmm. What's proper notice when canceling a dinner date? How should we as hosts handle her request to come over a different date, especially so close to the event? Sign Miffed after dinner. <laughs> Go ahead. I know you got something for this one. I tell you this much. <laughs> if I if I prepare something for people to come over and you cancel, you cannot make the, the recovery date. What you're not gonna goddamn do is tell me when I can motherfucking do it again. <laughs> not not I, did, I did all this fucking planning. All this planning. And you cancel. You cannot tell me we're going to do it two days later. No, I'm going to let you know when we're going to do this. Do you know how hard it is to book three hours out of my life to deal with an extra motherfucking person that technically I didn't have to? And then if we got leftovers, I'm just going to warm this shit back up. Yeah. And we're going to eat the same shit like we're eating the same shit. Yeah, we're eating the same shit. The same shit. Yeah. If it's any left, because us is probably going to get set out. <laughs> <laughs> right. We gonna have a family function. Yeah. Like I'ma call people. Hey, guess what? I got a bunch of food. Uh you got counsel. Come you hungry? Yeah. I got five fat niggas I can easily call that will come devour a kitchen. Yeah, I don't think you can really uh allow a person to state like yeah, we're gonna do it two days later. No, I'll let you know we two can do it. Two days later too? I'll let you know we can do it. You know, my parents booze you after one day. Yeah. So I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? Two days? If you do it two days later, I'm heating the same food back up. Yeah, you you're damn right. You gonna eat this shit. You're gonna eat this shit and enjoy it. And if I can't do it in two days, I'm gonna let you know. I'll I'll, I'll get back I'll with get you. I'll get back that. with you on I'll that. I'll get back with you on that. We'll work it out another let time. Let me know if your your child's still cranky. What <laughs> the fuck you mean? Just let me know if they still cranky over there. See how it's going cranky. Yeah. You can't call me and cancel a meal. They're actually meal prep for an hour before the event. Cause your child's cranky. Yo, cranky? You better get that bitch some NyQuil. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yo, Benadryl, NyQuil, whatever sleep aid you recommend for your child. You gave me this old fucked up ass. <laughs> I'm about to get off the phone real quick because I got to change my light bulbs. Type you know what I'm saying? You gave me that excuse like, oh, girl, let me call you back. My refrigerator open. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what you not going to damn do? First of all, you can't call me no weekend excuse to cancel this event. At all, Look, man. I ain't even want your ass at this point anyway. But guess what? I'm here. You here. We going to make this shit pop. Yeah. Then you going to cancel me because your child is cranky? That's not going to happen. It is too much NyQuil and alcohol in the world, Lord. Yeah. No. No, I'm not here for that. Not here for it. I'll I'll get back with you when we're gonna reschedule this shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, next summer, <laughs> right? Because what you're not gonna do this time? Nope. I'll let you know. Mm -mm, that was too much supplies. Do you know how hard it is to cook for a group of people? Yeah, more than three. That's an event. I ain't gonna much lie to you. Not here for it. Not here. Fuck with me, you getting spaghetti. <laughs> like, straight the fuck up. You get all spaghetti. It's some green beans. Probably the can. Spaghetti O's. Fucking shit. Get the fuck out of here. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Not up in here. I'm not here.
That's my last night. For sure. Anything else? Anything we forget? Nah, that's all I got, bro. Okay. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. Shot. Tip your body tip. We'll be right back. What's good, people? It's your boy Corey Dunstegi here to tell you about a great deal at Barber Top Wine, Spirits, and Beverages at 1901 South University. Go in, miss your power lunch hour. They're going to take care of you, show you what all the good stuff is, and give you a great, great, great deal. I'm telling you, Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages, 1901 South University is the place for you. Go in, tell them power lunch hour. You're going up Thursday, you're really going to get some great deals because wine is on sale for 20% off. You can't be mad at that with an old man stick. Papa Top, Wine, Spirits, and Beverages. Tell them power lunch I was Now let's get back to the show. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. Hey, yeah. act three. Act three. You know what we do. This is the time where you get to vent. Yeah. You get to get it off your chest. Purge season. Purge season, baby. This is the segment of the show where I sleep the best. I honestly... Yeah. If I don't do this during the week, yeah, it's gonna be a sleepless night. If I don't do like, this during the week, somebody getting choked somewhere. Possibly. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. This is my thing. It's gonna happen. It's 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 a dangerous thing that it's missed. Yeah. It's, I've grown I've I've grown way too dependent on it. I've been dependent on this part too. Like this thing helps me uh, balance out my life to not go to jail. You know. So this is a segment where you get off your chest, anything that's bothering you, fucking with you, you know, it's time to purge. Like if anything get that's your on your heart, on, baby. let us know. We'll purge for you. Just send your rants and raves to powerlunchhour at gmail.com. I swear to God, I love to read y'all rants because y'all be feeling me. Yeah. And sometimes y'all say the shit that I'd be scared to say. I'm like, maybe I'm going too far. But what, y'all what come in. What the hell are you scared to say? I know, right? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. <clears throat> But it sound good on paper. And then we'll 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 uh we'll hype your fucking um. I hype the fuck out of it, it up, man. Like I love other people's anger because I, I I feel like I'm not alone. Yeah. Like the world pisses me off so much. I think it's me. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, am I wrong for feeling this, man? Like, no, I felt this way too. So please, yeah. See you. I got time today because I would love to be mad for you. Yeah. If you want somebody? You ain't got to use your real name. You mad? We mad for you, sir. We mad for you. Just tell us about it. Let's do it. Powerlunchhour at gmail.com. Well, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Now, I know the, the the current social media situation we're in these days. Like, you don't know what's original, what's reproduced, mm-hmm. who's you know, reusing some quote like you can post something on one site and it's reused on another site, and somebody take it for another site as their own. Right, because I steal all the time. Now people, people still should like I, I take people memes and just repost it. I don't, I don't retweet. I mean, I repost nothing. Right. I don't, I don't give credit for nobody. Like I oh. take your shit and I post. Even if you got your tag on it, I'm gonna right. post it. Twitter has elevated my IG game because I will. Screenshot the fuck out of a good joke. Yeah. From there and taking over the IG. Yeah. Like it's brand new. But that's my problem. Now, just because you post my joke on another social platform does not make it less my joke. Right. Now, 
I understand memes. Mm-hmm. People post memes all the time. Right, right. And if you don't put a tag on your meme, it's free game. It's free game. It's out there. It's there. You cannot take my quotes uh-huh. that I post, not a meme, a tweet. Right. And post it on Facebook and make it less my post. Like, it's still my shit. Do they crop you out? It's, it's no crop. They, they just take it, fix it, filter it. It's theirs. Oh, they be disrespectful. Now, now you breaking the rules now, right there. It's rules to this shit. It's rules to this shit. It's now, rules to this shit, now, bro. if it's an already made meme, I'm going to uh-huh. take your shit and I'm going to run with right, it. Right, right. I get that. If it's my words on Twitter, if it's my, my actual thoughts and you turn into a meme, oh, I need credit for that. Oh, you, you you actually stole some shit then. You actually stole my thoughts, put a nice little filter, you put a water. You disrespectful as fuck. And use it as jokes. Now, oh, my God. Now, I'm trying. I'm not directing this to nobody. I will. But I know how I, I see you. So, at first, I thought it was cool or cute. Like, you Ooh, know. tell me who. Let me be paid. It was, it, it, you know, if you, if, you, if you use my material, I feel like. I'm doing. Something. You plagiarized me, honestly, bitch. I'm not really. I'm not really. Of. I'm not really concerned that you use my joke. Like if you, you nice. If you use my material, I feel like I'm doing something right. Right, right, right. I get that, but you stole it though. You said they stole it from you, bitch. But you do it to a fact that like you you gonna. If I post a uh, if I post something, you post it. That's fine. You like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. you gonna take it from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And move it to Facebook, mm. put a nice little crop and a filter around it, Ooh. and post it like it's a meme. That does not make it less my fucking material. That's that's another level right there. Bro. Yeah, now you you you, you can't. Facebook pass is a whole different ground. Just because you put on a whole different platform does not make it less my joke. Right. So if you repost it, that's fine. You retweet it, that's fine. But you're mm-hmm. gonna take it, crop it, flip it, and make it as yours, dog. I got a problem with that. You going a little extra. You going a little extra. They BBD'd you. BBD, fill it up, smack it up, rub it down. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying. I don't. You getting a little extra. I let it slide previously. You know what I'm saying. If you take my tweet and retweet it, fine. If you take my tweet and tweet the same shit, oh that's cool. But don't turn it to a meme and think it's yours. Mm-hmm. And you get more no more likes than I do because I don't have followers on my social media. I have none. You get too many motherfucking likes on my. I need my credit for that. I need that. I need credit for that. I need you to put my like. You should be the picture. Like when people steal a a, a joke from Twitter. Yeah. Like it's out of respect. Put you their, keep that person name in there because they cracked a good joke. This was they posted. This on was there. their joke. This they posted. I ain't trying to take credit for this. This theirs. But you gonna you gonna screenshot it, crop it, put a crop it, put a filter on it, rub it in a nice little background. Oh no. That was your. That was your Okay, so now you being rude. Now I'm not in a position to be like putting people on blast because we ain't making no money off this shit. No, no. But at the same time, you gonna respect my mind. You gonna respect it. Yeah, I took it you as better than me. I was flattered at first. Now you just. Being, I know we not now making yeah. no real money from it. I still put a motherfucker on blast. Yeah, I, I need I need credit dudes on that shit, man. Right. You can take my this memes is, all day. Now, did they take you from Twitter? They took it from Twitter and put it on Facebook. Facebook, we all try to let people have the perception of the perception, the slight perception that we actually have some common sense and they were smart. Yeah. But what you did, you you took my joke 
made it look like it was your own. Made it like it's your own. And you left me out the way to let people think I'm still crazy. <laughs> like, these jokes is good. I told you I'm of a good mind. Now, the, the the fact that you you took the time that's how I took it to change it mm-hmm. put a little nice little background mm-hmm. in a border and then post on a whole another social media platform right. like it's your own it's just little you going to you be actual my shit like just repost it retweet it okay that's fine but then you take it as your own and you make it a whole different type of a, it's not a tweet no more I got it's, a a, it's an Instagram post. Did they put the like that new background, that black girl magic background on your post? It was it was with the uh like the Wakanda crown. It's like the king crown with the black background. Oh, they even paired. They brought Black Panther in this. I'm just saying, and he ain't did nothing to nobody. It had the crown on it. Like mm, yeah, mm, you, you mm. just gonna put the whole yo. I I I appreciate the. I was I'm flattered at first. Now you just getting disrespectful. Like you being rude. You just can't take my material like that. You know. You being rude. I need you to give me some shout outs. I'ma need some shout outs on this. You being rude because you just misappropriating my good jokes. And for I, yourself. You know, back in the day, old 2009, 2010 Twitter. Could get away with that we'll shit. We'll put you on blast. Quickly. We was we we will post timestamps on these tweets. Right. So don't make me timestamp your don't ass. Don't make me timestamp. Oh, don't your make ass. me timestamp you, Lord. Don't make me timestamp. I, I had to catch myself. Because I, I had a flashback to their times. No, baby. I was time step, yo. I got receipts. But they will receipt your ass back in the day. Now the shit is like <clears throat> rampant. But look. You know, we let these kids run wild in these internet streets. Yeah, but and once. you know what happens. Once you start getting more love for my shit, dog, look. I'm going to I'm gonna mm. bring you to the light, bro. Mm. Some dogs get hit by cars when they try to cross the street. Okay, the man that sleeps on the floor can't fall off the bed. What did you, you, know what what did you say? Saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He with a Martin quote. What the you fuck? know what I'm saying? I just put y'all some game right quick. You didn't even hear it. The man that sleeps on the floor cannot fall out the bed. I'm trying to tell you. Okay. You hear it? Yeah. Sometimes dogs cross the street and don't make it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers, what? That's all I'm saying, though. I mean, just give me, give me my credit, give dude. Give me his credit. I, I, I I'm, not, I'm not trying to put you on blast, but I will. I will. I will. I appreciate the love, though. Still stole. Still stole. Still stole. Jokes are important. You need to know where they came from. So you can say, who said this shit? That's funny. Yeah. You need to know the origin. That's real. I feel that. I felt that, bro. Yeah. From my soul. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Oh, man. I pondered about my I got time today, cuz. Okay. I really did. Okay. She love well, use you. What What am I mad about? I've had a blessed week. I had a blessed weekend. Um, God's been so good to me. Oh, okay. Good. For certain things anger me. But you know what? Some shit, like I've been on my campaign of letting it go, you got to mm-hmm. let it go. Okay. Like my road rage, I'm trying to let it go. Okay. So I'm not going to be for my road rage, although I would like y'all to have a little more energy when you are entering the interstate. Like, go ahead and catch up with traffic. Get the pace. Please. Catch up with it. You know what I'm saying? 
I could go off about that. That really bothers you, though. It really does. That really does bother Like, you. why won't you get on the freeway? Yeah. <laughs> like, get on the freeway. Oh, my God. Why won't you get on the freeway? Yeah. Like, you literally have a whole ass ramp that you get full permission to hit that motherfucker pedal to the right, the accelerator, and just, whoo, okay. you get up to 60, 65 miles per hour quickly but they don't and and the people that's in that right lane that sees traffic getting on it they don't move over or they try to figure it it's just like everybody be stuck in a mind fuck I forever would never understand that but I'm not here to go off about that you just did okay it's you know two yeah. birds one stone baby All right. it's magic yeah my, I got time today because it's, I need my friends to be my friends. Oh, okay. That's, that changed change the gear. Okay. Real quick. You know what I'm saying? Put that bitch in third. Mm. You know, get up the hill. I don't know how the cars work. I just think they move. <laughs> <laughs> For real talk. Uh, my, I got time today because it's, I need you to know when it's time to support me. I need you to know when it's not about you. Yeah. Um, we have this thing with our friends where sometimes we get comfortable with each other. And we used to, you know, call each other fuckers. And, What's up, bitch? What's up, hope? What's up, motherfucker? You know, we say it, it sound bad, but it really turns every day man, in a horrible way. Yeah. But it's really, you know, you... you we get in this rut of where we don't give our friends enough props. We don't give our friends enough credit. Uh, we're so used of speaking ill of our friend or maybe trying to one-up our friend or whatever may be the case. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a disconnect. My I got time today because is I need my friends to know when it's time to be my friends and to celebrate being. Okay. Now it sounds selfish as fuck if you think about it on paper. Like, well, who would want somebody to cheer for them? Why would somebody want for somebody to cheer for them? That's selfish. You, you're not being humble. Yeah. But if you think about it, what's wrong? We're having somebody singing your praises for a change. We are so hard on our goddamn selves. We should want somebody to be in our corner. Now, you heard there like, oh, my God, he's talking about something selfish. Let's just give you a scenario. Okay, okay, we got scenarios, too. We got scenarios. Okay. Say your friend, you know, um, fights you on the road trip. Mm-hmm. Now, your friend tells you, hey, bro, uh, it's a lot of people on this road trip. Uh, they're all just friends. Um... Did you just hop in and ride? Come okay. ride with me. Mm-hmm. Um, don't try to holler at nothing on this road trip. You know what I'm saying? This is not your venue. Wait, why can't I holler on the road trip? Because, you know, you got other obligations. You're busy. And you're really just here to help me make sure I don't go to sleep on the road. Okay. Your job, your one job is to make sure I stay awake on the road. On this road trip. 
That's your one job. Okay. You know this job because you gave me advice already. Hey, don't forget we got to make this road trip. Get your sleep. Take your time. Rest up, bro. Yeah. Rest up. You're going to go on this road trip. Don't forget. I'm going to ride shotgun with you. I'm going to help you out. Make sure you stay away. But make sure you get your sleep. Because you got to do predominantly all the driving. But I can't holler nobody in the process. Don't holler at no strangers on the road trip. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know them, don't distract us from the road trip. Okay. Be down for our road trip. I'm going to walk this I'm gonna walk this road with you. Okay, go. let's go. You with me now? I'm, okay. I'm okay. Let me okay. adjust my mic. Okay. Let me get comfortable. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, there are times when your friend needs you just to go shotgun on this road trip. Mm-hmm. Be down to ride shotgun on this road trip. Sometimes it's not about you. This is not your car. You didn't help with no gas in this car. You didn't help uh, make sure we secured and rented this car for the road trip. Mm -hmm. We need you to ride for the road trip shotgun. Make sure I stay awake on the road. Not only do we need you for the road trip, you're the one who recommended the road trip. Oh, okay. So... We actually need you to say what you going to do and be a real friend to ride shotgun for the road trip. Now, when you ride shotgun for this road trip, we don't need the extra shit going on in your personal life. Right. <laughs> this is not your motherfucking trip. We don't need to know about the uh, sales tax that you got to do on your car for the road trip. This is not your car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the rental car. I'm paying this mm -hmm. right now. We don't need to know about yours. We don't need to know about that uh, your motherfucking dog escaped from you and ran loose. Not our business. We don't care. All we need you to do is help us get down this road and stay awoke on the road. Pastor, I need you to bring it home. What, 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 what? Where are we going with this road trip? All right. We need you to make sure you help us get to the goddamn destination. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We don't need you causing car wrecks on this goddamn road trip. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I need you to honestly think about what baggage you bring along this road trip because you're bringing too much weight mm. on this road trip. Mm, that's necessary. Yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying? We need important. you to pack light. Yeah. We need you to pack like Erica Badu. And you know what I'm saying? Pack light. Mm -hmm. We don't need your extra drum on this road trip. Just ride with us. Keep your mouth shut. Help us with the motherfucking navigation. Be the co-pilot that you said you was going to be. Don't get mad and upset and try to take the steering wheel. <laughs> All in the driver's seat. All in the driver's seat. Because at the end of the day, you agreed to go along with this road trip and ride shotgun. I don't need your motherfucking ass to try to take the driver's seat. I need you to sit there in that motherfucking passenger seat, buckle up, grab that motherfucking right hook if you need to. Because the curves might get heavy. But I need you to ride along this ride on this road trip. Okay. So that's all I need. I need the co-pilot to be the motherfucking co-pilot and let the co-pilot rep understand that the pilot is the pilot for a reason. Hmm. Don't come out your motherfucking lane of guard. Because you end up wrecking the whole trip and flight. We'll have a wreck before we even get out the motherfucking city. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. That's the nicest I could think of. I think I did good. Yep, I'm going to go with it. I'm with you on that. I think you tiptoed around it. Yeah, I did. I think if you wanted to let you, you didn't want to let him have it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I feel you how you brought the road trip back. Mm-hmm. You got. I think the one that needed it will catch it. Right. The one that the one that the one needed to receive that would catch it like Randy Moss. R- Randy Moss. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a very directed one this time. Yeah. Had to protect the innocent in the <laughs> right. the the, the backseat right. drivers. Yeah. Sometimes the innocent get hurt and sometimes the crossfire. You know, crossfire. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I had to be very SWAT like procedurally with these shots. Got you. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Had to use the infrared beam on this motherfucker. You know, I want I can't just be my normal one. Mm-hmm. But I was still upset about it because it pissed me off. I feel you on that one. You know what I'm saying? I really long story short, sometimes you gotta realize it's not all about you. Sometimes you just need to be the co pilot, just to relax. Mm-hmm. Chill in the background, cheer your friend on. And it's okay to cheer your friend on because guess what? You will get your turn to shine in a light just the same. <laughs> but sometimes it's not your time to shine. And it's okay to, you know, cheer from the sidelines. People need that. Yeah, they really do. They really do. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, saying too much about yourself is just, you know, not needed. It's not your time to shine. That's all. Oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I got time to that, cuz. Sorry, that was a really heavy coated one. It is what it is. Hit dogs, yep. It'll work out. <laughs> Shit, I don't give a fuck. Anyway, shout out, shout out, shout outs. Uh, once again, I don't have any shout outs. Uh, our SoundCloud. You literally be doing shit. Why you get no shout outs? Don't give me that look. Can I can I finish? Go ahead. All right, so I got no shout outs. Uh, <laughs> I want to appreciate all our SoundCloud followers. Uh, the numbers are still going up. I appreciate everybody who really responds to it. Um, I wish y'all could have seen this look this nigga gave me, though. bro. Because it's unnecessary though. Like you know, so <laughs> it's not like you don't have you have shout outs every week though. <laughs> I'm really tired of this nigga, though. I'm ready to go home. Yo, so I appreciate everybody who repeat the show. Last week's episode got a lot of positive, negative, and ugly feedback. I appreciate everybody who Wait, commented it was on that. Ugly feedback? Yeah, we got ugly feedback. What happened? I mean, just the whole. Um, I mean, I got, I got feedback on our uh, my personally my approach on the whole Kanye West and Bill Cosby thing. I mean, I don't give a fuck. But oh, I appreciate. Talked about the weapon. It's, I don't give energy to shit. I don't give energy to. Mm, I get it. So uh, I mean, I, I appreciate that 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 feedback. Mm-hmm. But I don't give energy to everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I said what I said, mm-hmm. and I appreciate the feedback. We got a lot of good feedback. We got a lot of you know in between. But anybody who comment on the show who listens to it, I appreciate that. You know, it only builds us, and it's a conversation, people. So. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know everything. It's not the, it's not the end of all. But I tell you what, I said what I said, 
Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't fall back on you shit stand I stand by the shit. Yeah, so if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But don't bring it up if you don't want to talk about it. Mm. Um, but last episode got a lot of reaction, and I appreciate that. Oh, it did? Um, See, this is what happens when you don't go back and actually read. <laughs> it's well, hard for me. I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my shit. Um, and that's all I got, though. I ain't got no... I ain't got no um, no no shout outs. Nothing I know of. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, I shout shout outs. Um hey you guys. Uh it's the beginning of early uh early voting. I ain't got no shout outs. I need you all to go out and fucking vote. What like a, what, seriously. What a shout out at. It's so real. <laughs> shout out Carl Mindy. Okay. There you go. You ready? I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Frank Scott. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I need y'all to go out, read the campaigns, read what's going on. These elections are so important. They go to the root, what we say all the time. Very much. It starts at the roots, it starts at the beginning. We know these people. They actually care about the community, they give a fuck. Yeah, you know, I need y'all to go actually do it. Don't just go because you know hear the name and they represent a certain thing that you may go do the facts. You'll find the history is right there. Everything's gonna be right there for you. Just do your research, and I think you you'll be impressed. You know what I'm saying? Go do your real research. Uh, any other shout-outs goes to uh, my parents as always because they hold me down with meals. <laughs> I love them. Uh, shout out my friends. Yeah, I had a really good weekend with y'all. Uh, I learned a lot of shit about myself, though. I didn't, I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. You know, your friends will give you that real shit. And it was, it was some real positivity told to me this weekend. I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. Usually we just roast the fuck out of each other. Fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we used to roast the fuck out of each other. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I'd be having them hell home dingers. As they say, you know what I'm saying? But hey, this weekend, I don't know. It was like the spirits was in there. Everybody was really, oh, really motivated and empowering. You know, we gave some, some troops to each other. We didn't want to hear or expect. So I appreciate y'all. I really do. Uh, yeah. So shout out Jamal. Uh, shout out motherfucking me. I'm something else. Hey. Shout out. Uh, shout out uh, Jiffy. <laughs> Jiffy. Shout out. Uh, shout out SL. You know what I'm saying? She she brought some real jewels to the table too. So yo, everybody was just very empowered. Shout out my cousin Charlotte. They came to town. Hey, we turned up. You know what I'm saying? We turned up. It was a good times. Um, yeah, and that's all my shout outs. For sure. Good. I ain't got no more shout outs. Okay, great. Well, as always, if you guys want to write into us, talk to us, you can hit us in that comment section. You can write us at powerlunchhour at gmail.com. Yeah. Well, you will holler back at you. Make it do what it do, baby. Yeah. Uh, as always, it's your boy Corey Doseki. It's your mailman. I'm something else. And we out this bitch. Y'all have a good night, man. It's a good day. Turn up. Hey, we see y'all next week. For sure. Aight.